hands. You can feel free to participate in jazz hands. You don't have to. It might be, you know, seem a little crazy to you. But <laughs> jazz hands, people, we are live. We're live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. We are live today with Jordan Stein right there, this young man. He's from Gun Owners of America. He's our special guest tonight. This is episode 87 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. So welcome back to everyone who's joining us. Welcome, Jordan. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Yes. Thanks for coming on. And and uh, you are the director of communications for, for uh, Gun Owners of America? I okay. certainly am. Okay, yep. very cool. Uh, you seem like a very young, young man. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I recently graduated from college and I work full time for GOA. And honestly, I have my dream job. I, I love what I do. I love the people at GOA. And I, I couldn't ask for anything better. Certainly not a better place to work. Awesome. Congratulations to you on that and graduating. Uh, where did you graduate from? What degree do you have? I, uh, I went to Liberty University and I had a, a public policy degree. OK, very cool. So, you, yes, you are doing your dream job then. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're, yeah. A, you're a full fledged gun guy, right? I am. I, I do this full time at Liberty. I started a, a Second Amendment club my freshman year. Um, and I carried that all through all four years of college. And uh, so I like to say I've been fighting for gun rights my entire adult life. Um, and now I, I do it full time now. So uh, I'm I certainly love what I do and I love protecting gun rights. Awesome. So and uh, you said you've been into guns your your whole life. So where where were you born? What you know? You- so I was uh, born in central North Carolina, okay. a very rural, small town. And uh, most people there, you know, hunted or owned guns and everything. And I really didn't get into it until high school. OK. Um, but, uh, you know, then Sandy Hook happened and uh, I kind of, you know, I was like, I realized that, hey, some people might want to take away these guns that I have. And, I, you know, I just I'm casually into and I and I watch the guys on YouTube, like Military Arms Channel and and uh, several other guys out there um, and that, you know, and learned about guns. And I learned that, hey, my freedoms might be at, at stake. And then I went to college at Liberty and I, I looked to get involved politically. And I realized that there wasn't a gun rights club there at the school. So I started one and uh, we, we were involved with several things. We uh, we helped uh, get the firearms in dorms so uh, students could already carry previously but now, um, you know, we, we changed the policy so they could carry in dorms. And we also helped um, the administration uh, uh, get them to build a massive range. And I was oh, down wow. at Liberty a few months ago, and they're still building the range. But it's going to be one of the best ones on the East Coast, um, uh, from what I understand. So, uh, you know, four years and uh, the club accomplished a lot. And uh, I know there's some great guys down there. Um, leading the club right now, and I think they're going to take that organization far beyond whatever I could do. But uh, you know, starting that club helped me get me to where I am now at GOA. Oh, awesome! That's pretty cool, man. I like that. Okay, so we're gonna, you know, just for everyone out there to know, we're gonna do our regular introduction thing here. I just wanted you guys to get a quick idea of who we're talking to, and um, we know we're definitely gonna come back around because I have so many questions for Jordan. I'm sure you guys have questions, so let us know. Start hitting us up with the questions right now. Lola's not here, so let's see. It might take Running, you. running solo. 
Yeah, I'm running solo right now until Lola gets in. So it might take us a little while to get to your questions. I know she was telling me that someone was complaining yesterday that we didn't uh, answer their questions. So if you do have any questions, let me know. I'll try to go through. Well, that, was our, that was our first day back, man. We were excited. Yeah, we were excited. It was crazy. Everyone, you know, it was, it was a whole big party. We missed a lot of things. Um, if the person who was trying to ask me a question yesterday is here and you didn't get it, you know, we'll we'll do that. First, let me um, thank everyone for joining us. I want to remind you guys to click the thumbs up. Um, definitely share this video on your social media with your, uh, with your friends and family. Uh, we need that to help folks out there know that we're doing this. So please click thumbs up. Share this video with your friends and family. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to the Hank Strange Situation. Please. Let me shout out everyone who's please. been hanging out with us. Tango Hunter was number one. He has the number one uh, spot in here. And uh, his comment, which, Jordan, I know you you don't curse. You told me off air you don't curse, right? Nope. Okay. Nope. So don't, don't take this the wrong way. But, you know, I have to read the first comment. And Tango Hunter said, titty sprinkles. <laughs> that was his comment. That was cursing? <laughs> yeah. Tango Hunter, you started the trouble. Okay, cool. All right. So T Tango Hunter is in here. Screaming Skull Saloon, Pyro Know It All, The Archangel, Rock Humper. Yeah. Jordan, these are some weird names. Uh, <laughs> Ivan's in. The, some of these might be your friends for all I know. Warthog. What's up, Warthog? Uh, Yak Yacker 94. <laughs> Mark Wagner is here. Um, let's see. Let's go through. Let's see who else is in here. Tyvin. I said, I said, Screaming Skull. Oh, Tyvin. Okay, I don't see Tyvin yet. He must have just come in. He was asking me what I had for dinner. Oh, okay. Did you got pasta? Oh, okay. Thank you for you did you for not bringing the shrimp and pasta here, making us all hungry. I made a point to get it all finished before I came. Yeah, very good, very good, Walter. You know you're you're, you're getting how I am sometimes. You're getting good at this. <laughs> yeah, I know you like to shovel it in. Imposter, what's up, Imposter? He's in here. Let's see. Uh, Metal mask militia. Wow. Um, he, you know, so that's pretty cool. And his question, I'm going to ask this right now. He said, or his comment, he says, I believe the focus should be on how to take illegal firearms off the streets instead of picking on the ones who are of good nature and good moral character. What do you think about that, Jordan? I I immediately thought of Chicago and all of the uh, draconian gun laws they have there and the high rates of crime that they have, you know, yeah. and I think Chicago is a perfect example of how gun control just doesn't work. No, absolutely not. And even in this recent shooting, I know the media doesn't want to admit this. I know this just like uh, just uh, burns their butt. But, you know, this in this re recent shooting, as horrible as it was, it could have been a lot worse if um, the, the uh, gentleman that fought back did not fight back. Right. Absolutely. It could have he the shooter could have went on to other churches or other places he wanted to target. And I'm so glad that uh, Williford had a gun, had an AR-15, and was able to end the threat. Yeah, he knew how to use it. I think, I believe he um, he spent a lot of time in the NRA. And I was looking at him. Um, he was on Louder with Crowder, I think, last night. But I was, I was looking at the video, and, um, I mean, he had to get his AR-15 out of the safe. He didn't have magazines loaded. <laughs> so he had to grab oh, some wow. rounds. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. He had to grab some rounds, try to load. He's going after the guy shooting. You know, he he uh, commandeered a, a vehicle, 
and they're going after this guy. And this guy, um, you know, if they didn't do what they did, the guy wouldn't have wound up crashing. Uh, he wouldn't have wound up uh, realizing that he, he met up against uh, resistance that he couldn't overcome. Right. You know? So has it been, have they said yet whether it was actually the rounds that he shot that did him in or did, did the guy do this to himself? I think they're saying he committed suicide. And they don't want to really admit that the guy that shot him probably caused him to pull off on the side of the road. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was, I, I believe he was wounded and then he crashed the car because these guys were chasing him and he was wounded. And then he, he uh, probably committed suicide, but you know, um, all this stuff is coming out now. Let me, okay. Let me keep rolling on here. We're going to come back to that. Scott okay. Kimball. I don't know if I mentioned Scott Kimball. He's here. He says, good evening to us. Okay. Now I see the Tyvin show. Uh, Warsaw Patriot. I think I mentioned report gearreport.com. He says, great to see a young person fighting for the cause uh, instead of playing with dildos. Sorry about that, uh, Jordan. Some of the, these guys, it's not me, Jordan, because I am innocent. <laughs> I'm a sweet little angel. <laughs> I don't talk like this. Yeah, that's those guys. No, <laughs> I encourage him. Okay, I encourage him. Um, Jordan Poole, he says, Jordan Poole says, suck off at work to watch. <laughs> Then he says, uh, correction, snuck off. Snuck off. <laughs> so at first I was like, what? Hello. <laughs> don't, maybe don't he's in that, uh, <laughs> maybe he's <laughs> back in those mechanical rooms you were talking yeah. about with my sister, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Jordan, um, <laughs> uh, uh, if the executives at um, Gun Owners of America are watching this, <laughs> it's all me. It's not Jordan. It's not Jordan's fault. It's not Jordan's yeah. fault. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Warsaw Patriot says nobody screws without gun rights and gets away with it uh, like the NRA. So that's, you know, um, there you go. Uh, so let me see. I'm, I'm still trying to go through here. And uh, Jay, Jay Tomer, he says he's a brand new uh, GOA member. Awesome. Thank so, you so much for joining. I yeah. really appreciate you joining. That means a lot to me. And everyone at GOA. Yeah, absolutely. So um, tell us real quick, Jordan, while we're on that subject, what do people need to do if they want to become members of GOA? So it's it's very simple. You can go to our website at gunowners.org. And uh, there's a little join box to the right side. If you're on a desktop, if you're on your phone, just scroll to the bottom of the page and I click on that box. You can sign up right there. It costs less, less than a box of ammunition. You know, okay. so if you can give up a box of nine millimeter and, and five year gun rights, I think that's an awesome investment. And uh, and we'll send you out your membership stuff shortly. And uh, it's, uh, we, you know, we try to keep our membership costs low so as many people can join. And, and so we can have uh, as many supporters when we go to Capitol Hill and we fight for gun rights. And we really look at it as we're representing you on Capitol Hill. And uh, and we don't compromise one bit. We stand firm. Okay, cool. Good to know that. I'm sure folks are going to have questions about that. Um, let's go on here. I think uh, Mike Carlson. He says uh, Warsaw, and uh, I think he's. I think he's saying what's up to Warsaw. Okay, Kentucky Firearms Networks here. Greg ninety eight K Rod Mills. Um, <laughs> Rod Mills is in the house. He says he's Hank Strange. Hank Strange's goatee. Okay. Jackson Oldman. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see who else. Um, I'm going through. Okay. 
Uh, DC2 Mega Boost. What's up, DC2 Mega Boost? I'm sure I'm missing some people in here, but if I missed you, just uh, Meredith's Mayhem, he's in here. If I missed you, um, you know, let me know. Warsaw Patriot says, uh, if you agree, somebody breaks into your home and uh, wants to harm you and your family, you must kill them because they can sue you in court afterwards. If you wound them, do you agree on this? So this is Warsaw Patriot's thing. Uh, so he wants to know if I agree with this uh, supposition that if someone breaks into your home and wants to harm you and your family, you must kill them because they can sue you in court afterwards if you wound them. Do you agree on this? So um, what do you think about that, Walter? Well, it has happened or they've tried to. And I just, I mean, well, in your houses, that's a castle doctrine. So. You know, once they break the plane of entry, and that means they don't have to break anything to get in, um, it's, it's game on. So, yeah, I, uh, I yeah. You know what? If someone breaks into my house, uh, I'm going to think about whether or not I get sued later. Let's yeah, just put it that way. Know, I don't think the immediate thing I think about is like, oh, is this person, if they survive this? I don't, I don't even think about whether or not they survive it, to be honest with you. you know, if, I'm, what I'm did, hoping and what I'm working for is that I survive and my family survives. If, 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 if they uh, are laying down on the floor with their face down on the floor, I'm not going to shoot them in the back. Okay. So I'll wait till the popo show up. But, um, you know, if it's, if it's a standoff at the OK Corral kind of thing, then I guess someone's going to get. And, you know, yeah. and then I, I, go into, I go into beast mode then. So, yeah, I don't. Um, right. You know, right. I don't think about I don't really think that deeply into the situation. I do think about that. My door getting kicked in in the middle of the night. And what I think is I want to be make sure that I'm ready. Um, just like we were talking about at the beginning of the show here about the guy in Texas. He didn't have magazines loaded because I hope there's a lot of people out there, unfortunately, that don't believe in having magazines loaded. So that's a whole other subject. You should have lots of magazines loaded well, don't leave the bullets in the box you know and then you're don't leave all your magazines in the plastic you know you want to take those magazines out of the plastic you want to load the rounds into the magazine well at okay. least on one anyway so yeah you need to be ready so that's what i think about i think about being ready you know um and what i would go to what would be my go-to things and then i react to that situation and i think as walter said like if there if you know if we get to a point where i feel like there's no threat anymore <clears throat> and there's someone there and um they're still alive i probably would i would probably would try to save them i mean you know well if they're all shot up i ain't touching them to be honest with you but because it's just too many too many things you can catch from blood so um okay and that's the honest to god truth um but if there if no no shooting has taken place and they've succumbed to your uh the end of your barrel you know if we don't have to shoot them we, we don't have to get the carpet dirty so, yeah i mean you well, know i mean i'm just being realistic you know it's a lot more of a mess if somebody's shot so yeah if if my life or my family's life's in danger then i'm certainly going to take action to to stop the threat and uh, i'll worry about the the legal aftermath after that's done but you gotta uh, live to fight another day in some scenarios right, right yeah right. They're definitely, yeah. Right. yeah yeah i i think that you know listen do what you have to do worry about all those things later do what you would do after that you know but i don't think any of us want to say that if you have someone there 
you know, that is at that point um, helpless that you're going to, you know, do a Mogadishu on them. Definitely don't say it here on air because that's going to go on the record. The coup d'etat? So, yeah. so <laughs> no, 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 let's not. Though, th- I, I don't think we should get that deep into it. No, you it's know? Not. no it's not. Yeah. It's defend not. yourself, defend your family, then worry about all that stuff later. Correct. If that person's inside your home, it's going to be messy anyway. I can tell you that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty crazy in there. Okay. Um, I know we got some other comments. Uh, you know, I know that there's people, I think all the suing and all that stuff depends on where it is too. Well, it just, they just had a court ruling. Of, it wasn't in the house, but I guess on the stand your ground thing mm-hmm. that just because you stand your ground does they have that doesn't mean you can't be sued in civil court. So that's, that's a whole nother subject. Yeah, there, and that you know. depends on where it is too. Uh, some places you don't have the right to stand your ground. So you can start from there. Some, some places in America, you have to run away. Even well, Florida, if you're you had, Florida, you had to retreat first too. You used to, mm-hmm. but not yeah. anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, where do you retreat to when you're stuck in the corner? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't understand how that works. So uh, I will retreat to some bullets. <laughs> So, yeah, but, you know, I know I, I know that there are places where people sue and it's very litigious. Well, everybody that. sues. Everybody sues. It's just, yeah. it's a, you can, you can, Look, if you think if you really think that if you take out the person breaking into your home, that because you take them out and they no longer exist, that that's going to stop you from being sued. I don't think that's true. Oh, they, they've no. got family. There's always a bunch of, oh, you shot my poor boy. He didn't, he was such a good boy. Yeah. Except he was stealing from I think everybody. We saw, I think we saw that in Florida. There was a case where this kid, remember the kid, uh, was it, where was that, Miami? Where this guy, this kid was, um, he broke into this old lady's home and in the middle of the night and she came out, she shot him and he died. And then his family was like, oh, he was just trying to get clothing. Oh, yeah. He needed money for clothing. It's yeah. like yeah, he just oh. needed clothing to go to school. Well, OK, yeah, well, that's uh, has nothing to do with breaking into someone's home in the middle of the night. You don't do that for clothing. You can you can always go somewhere. And, you know, there's people who donate clothing to those who need it. And if that's the case, why do you break into a clothing store? Hello. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't I, I just really think like the question of worrying about being sued. Why worry about something that's going to ha- that's the least of the thing you need to like when I was growing up, my, my dad, I grew up in New York City and my dad always told me, you know what, you need to survive and come home every day. Don't come back in a box. And I think that's how you have to look at it. You need to survive that situation and then worry about all this stuff later, man. Yeah, it'll it'll get sorted out. Yeah, if we have to pass the collection plate around for you so you can get a good defense or whatever, you gotta you raffle know. off a couple of guns. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever we have to do, we'll do it. So let me see if I don't know if there's a. Uh, I see nine hundred four outdoors is also in here. What's up to nine hundred four outdoors? Um, yeah, I'm gonna buy some of that insurance stuff. I'm gonna look into that. The concealed carry stuff or whatever. Yeah, well, GOA actually has a uh, relationship with the uh, United States Concealed Carry Association. Oh, yeah. If you uh, uh, become a member of GOA, then you can get uh, access to their insurance uh, through our affiliation. So that's kind of a shameless plug there, but that's uh, all right. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So you're saying that GOA has a, uh, a deal with uh, USCCA? Yes. Okay, cool. So that gets you a discount. 
Uh, it, it gets you access to it. Um, so okay. you, they have the several uh, different plans and everything, but it's, it's a great way to protect yourself while you carry. And it's also a great way to support GOA as well. Um, so it, it, it definitely helps us out and it, and it helps uh, you as you can still carry. So I know, um, you know, I'm a concealed carrier and uh, I want to be able to protect myself even after I, um, use my firearms so yeah, it's a yeah. very important thing to have right i think uh what was it was it marcus weldon that we had on I mean, yeah, yeah yeah marcus weldon i don't know if you heard of marcus allen weldon jordan yeah no i, I not off the top of my head santa yeah claus shooter yeah he was a santa claus shooter in uh detroit where um i think it, he went to a christmas party with a co-worker and then her car broke down and they were at a gas station and these guys came and they were accosting her, I guess you could say. Accosting her. Yeah. The, the, and he tried to help and then um, wound up getting into. Sh- yeah. Yeah. So they I think they they uh, they went to get a gun and they got into a shootout and he defended himself uh, against those guys. But then he was arrested and he had to get lawyers and all that. It got really expensive. Right. So, you know, that just really is the truth. Uh, um, you know. Greg 98K says he signed up with uh, to USCCA when we had the guy on that was in the shootout. So, yeah, that's Marcus Alice Weldon. Um, Jackson Ullman says he heard that USCCA doesn't cover you if you use your weapon in an area with a, with a no-gun sign. Any truth to that? Do you know anything about that, Jordan? I I, I'm not completely familiar with their policies, but I've actually heard otherwise that they do protect you if you're carrying in a in a, in a posted gun-free zone. So I would I would lean to the other side on, on that statement. Yeah, we probably have to get. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Walter, mute. I opened yeah. up their website and they started talking to me. What? Uh, whose website was that you opened? The USCCA. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I was going to say about that, um, definitely we could check that with USCCA. I'm trying to make plans for them to come on. You know, those would be the right guys to ask about that, but you can always call them up and ask them about it. So. Yeah. Every interaction I've had with them has just been excellent. I think they're great people over there at USCCA. So they've they've been very friendly to us and they've helped us out a lot at GOA. So I, I would highly recommend them. Yeah. So 904 Outdoors says uh, he's been a GOA member for a while now, also NAGR and the NRA. <laughs> and he put in uh, parentheses, the bad guys. So um, thank, thank you so much for being a member. I, I really appreciate it. You know, like I said, the membership goes a long ways when we're fighting for gun rights. So thank you. Yeah. How do you guys I think that brings up a good question, Jordan. How do you guys get along with the other pro uh, Second Amendment organizations out there well we're the group that that thinks when the second amendment says shall not be infringed we think it means what it says so we don't compromise one bit and kind of now infamously after the tragic las vegas shooting um some other gun groups some um some other larger gun groups have uh compromised and uh called for regulations on bump stocks and at, at goa we said no we said we don't want them uh, regulated by uh, by legislation or by the ATF or anything. They they they're certainly covered by the Second Amendment, and that's something we cannot compromise on. So we took a firm stand against any type of uh, legislative action after Las Vegas. 
Yeah, I don't think, uh, first of all, we have way too much legislation. We have way too many laws already on the books. All the laws that we have on the books aren't doing anything to help this, you know, what what are you supposed to do to help for like, like this guy was really, really broken and really crazy, right? You can't do, what are you supposed to do about that? There, there isn't anything you could do about it. Matter of fact, I think um, there was something in the news saying that this guy actually escaped from a mental home or mental institution in, uh, when was it? I think in 2012. Uh, the Las Vegas guy or the, the no guy the in guy Texas? the guy in Texas oh okay I didn't hear that but yeah yeah there's uh, yeah I I read some reports on it and this guy did not care about the law and, and in my opinion if he had been denied buying a gun from a background check he could uh, from a store which re- which requires a background check uh, he could have just got a gun illegally could have stole a gun. He could have, uh, uh, you know, acquired it by other means. So I, I don't right. think that there's any type of gun control that would have stopped the Texas shooter or the Las Vegas shooter or, or any of these guys. I mean, gun control just just doesn't work. Like you said, Hank, there's already too many laws out there. Murder's already illegal. Um, and <laughs> gun owners like like us for for madmen's crazy actions. Yes, right. absolutely. And as a matter of fact, punishing us means that there won't be, you know, folks that are able to fight back. Like how yeah. this guy was able to fight back and even, uh, you know, uh, listen, I think it's people's choice. If people in, in churches don't want to think about defending themselves, if they don't realize that our that churches in America are under attack, I get that. You know, if they don't want to do anything about it, it's fine. That's a choice that they're making. But I was watching um, some some news clips of one of the survivors and she was like praying for her life. She said she didn't want to be shot. Well, you know, this guy I, didn't care about that. I got, I got nothing against praying, but it ain't going to stop the bullet. Sorry. No. So, you, you know, <laughs> let the rest of us who do want to defend ourselves. And if something doesn't immediately happen to us that takes us out, it, it, you know, instead of like begging for our lives, we have, you know, we want to have that ability to. That's exactly to what he wanted. That's exactly what he he wanted you to do is, as the beg and you know, be at his mercy. So. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just take a quick break here. I want to remind everyone that's watching right now, please click the thumbs up. Okay, we need you to click the thumbs up. Also, share this video with your friends and family. Let folks know that we're having this conversation. We do have a Jordan Stein from GOA Gun Owners, Gun Owners of America here with us on the show. And we're going to go through, ask Jordan a bunch of questions. He's here to talk to us answer questions are there any questions that you don't want to answer that's like a trick question bring it on i'm ready for anything. <laughs> good one good one okay uh scott kimball says i joined goa a month ago lifetime membership my account uh says processing any idea time of uh what time frame for that to change you know, uh, we've had a lot of people signing up lately, so we've all been swamped, but um, I'm sure that can uh, be resolved later. And um, if you want to get in contact with me on Twitter after the show, uh, I- I'll take care of that personally. Okay. What's your uh, Twitter handle? Uh, Jordan K. Stein. Um, my DMs are open, so you can just shoot me a message and I'll, I'll take care of that first thing in the morning. So. Okay, let me see. Yeah, we, we've been swamped with people joining and it's just we're trying to get called back up. So we, yeah. I appreciate the patience on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your your thing is Jordan K. Stein. You know what I'm going to do, guys? Let me see. I think I could put this. I could put that in the chat right now. 
you guys and i'll try to go in here right now and add that to the description for anyone that you know because folks are going to watch this later on if you guys want to get in touch with jordan um i did put a link to gunownersofamerica.org in here and then um gunownersorg is our website yeah yeah gunownersorg yep, and yep. i'll put get in touch with jordan and i'll put a link to your Twitter. So that's the best way, right? For folks. To yeah. Get my DMS are open. Shoot me a message if you need anything from GOA and I'll be happy to take care of you. Okay. Very cool. All right. So let's see. Um, Archangel wants to know, does GOA have a uh, code or what kind of deal do you want? Do you have for the stranger holics? Do you do that kind of stuff? <laughs> if you want to line something like that up, we would be happy to, uh, to get something like that for your listeners and supporters. So just, I'll be happy to discuss that maybe afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So afterwards we'll look into that and we'll see if we mm -hmm. can get something from Jordan and then we'll put it in the video yep. and all that. But we didn't think about that before we did this. So thanks Archangel for, for um, Suggesting that, that. yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, so gearreport.com says, NRA threw us all under the bus after Vegas. I'm done with NRA. Thanks for GOA for sticking with uh, shall not be infringed. Kudos. Thank you. Yep. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys are not in the business of attacking other organizations, right? I mean, it's not productive. No, yeah, we, we, we hold the line. We stand firm. And, and sometimes we do have to call other people out when, when they stray, when they go um, sometimes away from what we feel like the, so the second yeah. amendment is all yeah. about. When they but, get off the reservation, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> get them yeah, back but, in but line. We, <laughs> we hold the line and sometimes we've actually pulled other gun groups back to our position. And that was cer certainly shown after Sandy Hook, after I know at least of two major gun groups who who gave in. And it's because of our actions that they actually came back to to not compromising after Sandy Hook. Yeah, that's um, kind of like being a shepherd dog, you know, <laughs> keeping the flock. You so know, it's almost like we're the gun rights <laughs> lobby for, on the gun rights lobby. So, you know, we, we're definitely the conscience of the second of the mid, I'd say. Yeah. And, and look, I honestly think that you don't want one organization here doing this. It's just like, look at all the problems we have in politics, man, because we only have two parties. You know, <laughs> you, you, you just got the you got the Democrats, you got the Republicans, you know, it's basically like the same thing. You need to have a variety of people out there so that if some folks get lost, there's some other people who, you know, pull everyone back. You would have to the, the electoral process would have to change drastically. So, yeah, in terms of the two party system. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, when you had 10 different parties, it's a you have a runoff and you have a runoff again and you have. You know, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying it. That's all. Absolutely, I understand that. Okay, so uh, Warsaw Patriot, he says, uh, Hank, what do you think of James? I'm assuming he's trying to spell. It looks like Jaeger, but I'm assuming he's trying to put Jaeger. What do you think of James Jaeger being pissed off about some of his viewers disagreeing on um, on what after the NRA when they were talking to the left about controlling bump stocks? So um, okay. I'm, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize he was pissed off at his viewers. Listen, my viewers get, so here's what I think about that. I don't agree with him. I don't think it was a genius move. 
Um, I don't like people. I'm, I'm not happy with all the guys who say that they're pro Second Amendment who got out there and said what the NRA was doing was a genius move because that's bullshit. That was not a genius move. They messed up. And I think they should have owned up to it that they messed up. But at the same time, you know, Jaeger and everyone else has the rights to their opinion. And, um, you know, I just don't agree with them. And I also think that your audience, including mine, has their has the right to their opinion. So, yeah, yeah. We're just all talking opinions here. And I think that they messed up. And I think ultimately people who are pretending that they didn't mess up are just you know, they, I think they realized they messed up. So people, the people that have bailed on them would, would have not done that if they would have said later, Hey, we screwed up guys. We didn't, we didn't know. It was a, that was a knee jerk reaction and people would have said, Oh, okay. Well, you know, all right. But instead they held the line and then it's like, yeah. Were like, yeah. And that. then some guys like Jaeger and some other people out there, Colin Noir included, they're just doubling down on the bullshit. That's well, my opinion. And why is that? <laughs> Everyone's got their reasons. All the money. <laughs> Everyone has their reasons to do what they do. Hey, I'm not knocking anyone's hustle, but you know, the truth is the truth here. The, the the number one most important thing to me is our gun rights. I'm just telling you guys that, man. When we lose that, that's the beginning of the end right there. And and you know, it's been eroded for a long time, right? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I look back to the 1934 gun uh, NFA, you know, the National Firearms Act. That's a gross infringement upon our Second Amendment. And GOA, we're opposed to it in its entirety. You know, um, the regulations on suppressors and SBRs and machine guns. Well, look just, at that. You know, when you look at that, I remember reading that stuff when I was a kid, and I'm looking at it going, short barrel rifle. And they had pictures of like a 22 rifle cut off, made into a pistol. And I'm like, who, the, who would want to carry that around? I mean, I know people do and for criminal stuff, but it's like, is that a threat? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know? what makes something more of less of a threat, you know? I, I Well, you know, okay, things have changed now, too. Where now you're high-capacity magazines on a pistol. Why would you carry around a, a sawed-off bolt-action rifle? You know, it makes no sense. So let's get rid of all that junk. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Or, or the stuff about short barrel rifles. Now with the braces, it's a laughing stock. You know, it's mm-hmm. like everything has a stock on it, as AKA brace, you know, and it folds and it collapses. And it's like, well, let's just get rid of this silly crap and just make it like it should be. You know, yeah. uh, one, they're taxing the crap out of us. Yeah, but that yeah. $200 is not even a, that's a bump uh, in the road. In the yes. modern day, that's a bump in the road. 1934, um, it was a major, people I didn't make it. That much in a month. Some people didn't make that in a year in 1934. Okay, I understand that. But if if you you know if you continue that logical thread, then people would say, oh, let's add more to it. But I say that there's still lots of people that 200 bucks is a lot of freaking money. If I could file, if if you could file a form one and pay 500 dollars to make a machine gun, you wouldn't be able. It'd be they'd be so busy they'd have to get another building to put it in. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just okay. Can you can you give me two hundred bucks right now? I can. Can you can you give me two? I, I need it right now. I cannot. No. Well, I can't do it to the wire, but you know. <laughs> I, no, I listen. I understand what you're saying. Like back then, it was something to really slow people down because it was this two hundred bucks, and with inflation, obviously, yeah, the weight is not the problem the now. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's two cent, two hundred dollars, yeah. or two thousand dollars. It's still an infringement upon our rights. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should a constitutionally protected right should not be 
tax. That's just hell's yeah. Crazy. I would rather give my two hundred bucks to a pro gun, pro Second Amendment organization. That's what I'd rather do with that money. But you know, I don't want to give it to the government. <laughs> okay, so they could keep coming. They could use that money to keep coming after me. You know, that's that's really crazy. And you know what the funny thing was? Um, and I'm not trying to bait you into anything here, Jordan, so you don't have to necessarily jump in on this. But the funny thing, the thing that really like pissed me off when I was watching what the NRA was saying when all this stuff came out is that they said repeatedly um, that they agree with all the laws against machine guns. Yeah. And where, where the fuck did that come from? You know, and that and that one that used to be in That's charge. That's what they really think. That's what know, they think. That Marion Hammer chick, or the old lady, I should say. It's like, well, I know I never do that. And then it's like, hello. He wasn't the yeah. only one. Wayne LaPierre said the same thing. I saw him say yeah. it several it's times. Like, That's, it's very sad that they said that, you know, GOA has challenged bans on machine guns in the courts. We have, for the over 40 years we've been around, been opposed to the the bans on machine guns and the regulations by the NFA. You know, what we think like the Second Amendment means what it says, you know, shall not be infringed. And whatever a soldier can carry into combat, you know, arms wise is is what we should have access to, whether that's a machine gun, an M4, you know, um, uh, whatever type. I need of- an attack helicopter. <laughs> um, well, I'd like to have some tanks. Uh, I'll be happy to have some nuclear missiles. If it's good for Kim Jong-un, why can't I have some? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm serious, too. You know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah. um, not, not, <laughs> oh, you're not agreeing with that, Walter? No, no you, you don't need any. You, you, don't, you don't need, need any nukes. Nuke. I need you some nukes. You don't need a nuke or a claymore. You don't need I, either one. No, I need some nukes. I need, <laughs> need nukes, Walter. Okay. <laughs> if I if I could if I would rather spend my two hundred bucks buying nukes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Not, it's going to cost a lot more than that. But nine oh four outdoors says uh, taking a firm stand against extra legislation probably boosted GOA's memberships by a lot. And I'm sure the bigger guys, quote unquote, lost a lot for being stupid. Yeah, a lot of people are pissed off. Yeah. We, yeah, we I, certainly have seen a surge in, in memberships in the last month. And, and it, it's sad that, you know, it took a tragedy to encourage people to join. But, you know, we, we're always welcoming people to join and to renew and, and to grow. And, and we've really seen some growth in the last in the last month. So. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think that some of these other organizations out there don't really realize what their membership looks like or they have maybe uh, the wrong image of what their membership looks like. What do you guys at GOA, what do you think your members, you know, obviously you can't like pin it down to, okay, it's this black dude with a mohawk that lives outside of Gainesville, but what, you know, from what you see, what do, what do your members look like in general? I, I think it's all stripes of Americans. You know, I was uh, I had a member email me today and he said he was a millennial and, you know, it's kind of making a joke about the whole snowflake thing. And uh, and he shared with me his age and I kind of made a joke back to him. And, hey, I'm actually younger than you. Yeah. You know, so we have all stripes of members and and supporters of GOA. So we're one point five million strong. And uh, I, I think we certainly cover the wide variety of, of people and demographics. Yeah. Okay. Um, very cool. Little Lioness 001 says, uh, I saw that Mass- Massachusetts just banned bump stocks and trigger cranks. What do you guys think about that? 
it's terrible. And, and Massachusetts have, has been hating guns for a very long time. I know uh, Larry Pratt, our executive director emeritus, was just in Massachusetts giving a speech speech at a college. And uh, so, you know, we, we've been in Massachusetts uh, trying to, to fight back. But, you know, they they've been a gun hating state for a very long time. So when there's no one will, uh, there to work with you, it's hard to, to fight back, but we're still on the front lines of trying to fight back. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I need to look it up, but I, I, I believe I heard that if even like possession of it, you know, that there was no grandfathering in or anything like just possession of those things and you're in trouble. Yeah, and I know the federal legislation that's been in, introduced is just not bump stocks. Uh, uh, H.R. 30, 3999 is written in so vaguely that it could cover magazines, it could cover uh, light and triggers, bolts, buffer tubes, gas systems, uh, even semi-autos. It, it's just how the ATF or uh, anti-gun presidency would want to apply the law. So uh, whatever accelerates the rate of fire um, – can be you know almost anything it's open to interpretation that's why that legislation is so dangerous yeah so beginning in 2018 this is from uh, fox news beginning in 2018 penalties for the possession or use of a bump stock or trigger crank in massachusetts will reign from probation to life in prison that's what david linsky a democrat who proposed the amendment told cnn um, so Massachusetts is the first state to ban the gun accessory used by a Las Vegas shooter last month to increase rate of fire. Um, that's the headline there. Yeah, that's insane. And what the hell, what the hell do these guys think that's going to do to stop anything? Yeah, well, maybe this can be challenged in the courts coming up. Yeah. And so that maybe that's something we can fight it there. You know, at GOA, we do have a foundation that, uh, does take battles to the courts and, and everything. Like we, like I said, we, we've uh, fought machine gun bans. We've came to the defense of individuals uh, who we felt like were violated by the ATF or, uh, you know, extraneous gun laws. So, you know, we are active in the legal battles as well. Um, yeah, so what, is it? What, what is it? What is it? Massachusetts? Let's look at the numbers of how many illegal aliens killed people in Massachusetts. And let's, 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 why don't we ban illegal aliens? Oh, they're already illegal. Oh, sorry. You know, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. That that um, plastic stock's going to sit there for the, until it biodegrades, never going to get up and do anything. It's got to first, it's got to find a friendly gun and then it's got to find a friendly finger. And, you know, we all know the story. So. Yeah. Crazy. But. Um, so here we go. Let me see. I'm trying to go through. Uh. So uh, Lillard Brown says, I've been told the GOA doesn't uh, do lobbying. Is this true? Do you guys lobby or not? I don't know where that came from because I was on Capitol Hill last week. Um, we have a presence on the Hill. I've met with congressmen and staffers personally. Um, you know, and I've told staffers to their face about constitutional carry. I've told congressmen to to their face, you know, that we can't compromise. And and the vast majority of the, you know, uh, of all these gun laws that we have that are unconstitutional. So we certainly have a presence on the Hill and I'm not sure what rumor that is or who started that or if they're confusing us with a different group, but we're located right outside DC and you know, we're on the Hill daily. Yeah. So uh, I, that's, that's my answer to that. We are very active on, on Capitol Hill. Yeah. I, and one, I, 
Go ahead, Walter. I was going to say, I can't remember if it's it's your group or another. A lot of lawsuits are filed also challenging this stuff. And that's where a lot of things, a lot of action takes place that people don't see. Um, yeah. When things get overturned and, you know, rulings on this, you got to, you got to, you got to go after them. Like they go after us incrementally. They turn the water up and every once in a while all, something happens and all, there's all these bills. Well, it's survey says that none of 98, 9% of these bills are going to go nowhere, yeah. but all it takes is one. So, and like that thing in Massachusetts, I'm sure there'll be lawsuits challenging it and it'll probably get, it'll probably get flipped over and knocked over or, or ruled unconstitutional or whatever, or just how, how can you throw somebody in prison for life when you're letting child molesters out in five years or not even letting them go to jail? So, you know, I, I don't, I don't see how, you know, how it can stand. But that's that's the thing with those with uh, these laws. You know, we would like to think that, yes, you know, most of these laws aren't going to go into effect. But if we don't do anything about it, if we just stand idly by, they'll sneak this stuff in. So every time someone's got to be there to try to block it, to to shout loudly about it, to uh, get out there and, uh, you know, get in front of the politicians that we elected you know, make sure that they don't support it. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and and one of the things I think there is we have to make sure that the money that we're giving to pro second amendment, you know, organizations, I'm not telling anyone what to do with your money, do what you want to do with your money. If you're going to give money, um, then you you can also give it to whoever you want to. I think a good thing to do is kind of like spread it out. Right. Make sure you know the organization, of course, that you're giving it to. Just don't give it to anyone because they're like, hey, we're we're Second Amendment. We're pro-gun. But, um, you know, you might well, want to spread it. Way, we also have a uh, an email alert system that's completely free to sign up. So if finances are tight uh, for, you, for you personally and you just don't have an extra $20 to join, you can go to our website at gunowners.org slash alerts and sign up for a free email alerts. And those include pre-written letters that you can edit, that you can send to your congressman about two or three clicks. And that's completely free. So you can become a, an armchair lobbyist um through goa at no cost to you uh, just with our email system yeah so that's a, a great way to be proactive there absolutely that's a good point you know you don't have to if you know if you don't have the money there's all the, there's always things that you can do there's always things that you can do to uh you know to uh to get your name out there so let's see uh let's see what else we got here we got some other questions uh jackson Ullman says the 200 dollars is making it harder for him to silence his pig gun <laughs> um and warsaw patriot says our taxes are high now what are you smoking so and then little linus says walter uh, it's two hundred dollars per item, not a flat one-time tax. So that's a good. Yeah. I kind of know that I'm a class two manufacturer. Oh, okay, congratulations um, to you. My point. You understand my point, though. No, I understand. Like it was something. It was something designed a long time ago to be preventative, right. to keep the average man from having access. You're to buying something. a twenty thousand dollar machine gun. Two hundred dollars is a bump in the road. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So I know you was, don't want to be taxed, and I know all that crap. But if you could get that, if you if you could have that and sign that piece of paper and it transferred that day, you would not even consider it an issue. 
That's yeah. I don't think I don't think you that's, not even, that's why people are so pissed off about suppressors and stuff because they got to wait. Uh, and, I think, I, and it's not you shouldn't have to wait either. But it, they shouldn't be NFA anyways. But yes. what I'm saying is, well, if that's the process the it shouldn't be there. Fast, if things went quickly, people would pay it and they'd go on about their business. Yeah. Well, let, okay. Let's talk about this a little bit. And they have time. They have time to stew over it and stew over it and stew over it. And it's like I'm not buying that goddamn thing because you know, I got to wait six months. Well. You know what? what? I, I, think, I think it's a lot more than that. I think people don't do it mm-hmm. because of the time, because they have to do all this extra paperwork, because they have to pay this thing. But let's go back to the fact that when they originally did this thing, they said, we're going to make this. We're going to put 200 bucks on it because back in uh, what was it? 1934. 1934. They said, OK, back in 1934, 200 bucks was a lot of money. Right. And with, this is what we're going to do to discourage people from doing this. So that right there makes it bullshit right there. The fact that they did it back in 1934. So the fact that today inflation has gone up and maybe 200 bucks is not that big of a deal has nothing to do to me with it. And I'll tell you why. Because if we accept that premise, then the guys nowadays could just go, oh, let's make it $20,000. Well, I'm surprised it isn't, to be honest with you. Well, there's no way in hell it should be. Well, I'm the, yeah. But what I'm saying is I'm surprised it's not. Yeah. Okay. And it's I, going to be. If, yeah, if, I, I think I think you're not intelligent enough. There, Hank. <laughs> huh? No, like you shouldn't have to go through the background checks and waiting periods and and uh, the forms and and just the paying the fees and taxes to to buy a, a metal tube that quiets a gun or or to cut down the barrel on your rifle or, or whatever you want to do. It's it's just all an infringement and it violates the shall not be infringed clause of the Second Amendment. And it's yeah. unconstitutional, and the it, the NFA needs to be abolished. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to argue with with. I think what you're saying makes sense, Walter. But I think that you know, a little bit of perspective on this is that really, for lots of different reasons, we should have suppressors on every single gun. For example, so if you've got ten guns out there, okay, you're looking at you know two thousand dollars. So well, I mean, listen, that that thing shouldn't be there. And they should just get rid of it. Okay. Anytime we give the government money, what do you think they do with that money? They either just steal it. They give it to some illegal alien that's yeah. driving around drunk, killing people. That's what they yeah. do. They, they do something with it that they're not supposed to be doing. So they're taking my money. Or they give it to some crack mama that's sitting in a home having babies. Yeah. I, well, I don't want them to do that. I don't want them well, to. Let's I don't want that. them to get hey, money. Well, let's stop that then, too, and see what happens. But anyways. Yes. Uh, oh, well, OK. <laughs> now we agree. <laughs> turn off the turn off that. And you'll, you'll need your guns quick because all hell will break loose. Uh-huh. Uh, well, yeah. Um, Chris B says, uh, how much is a membership to GOA, which I think we talked about, but you want to um, address $20. that. $20. Twenty normal basic membership is, is just twenty dollars. We have a Patriot membership, which actually includes this hat. I've been waiting for a spot <laughs> oh, to bring it okay. in. How much is the life one? Yeah, the life people. membership is five hundred dollars. Oh, okay, that's so, not bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. That's uh, okay. Can you put the hat up again and then put the hat closer to the camera? Move it up a little. Move it up a little bit. Okay, uh, back a little. Back. Okay, there. Uh, right there. Hold oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So that is the Patriot 
You get the that Patriot hat. membership and that's a monthly giving. So we have different amounts on the Patriot membership website at, at our website on the webpage. You can give 20, uh, 50, whatever your, your financial situation is. And you get the hat and there's other benefits on the website. You get automatic entry into our sweepstakes and gun giveaways. We've given away air 15s and Glocks and 1911s. Um, and there's more benefits uh, on our website at, at there, but I love the hat. I, I have a hat. I wear it all the time. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a great way to just rep GOA and, and support us, um, for, for, uh, uh and keep helping us to, to pr- protect your gun rights. Absolutely. Um, and so, and then Chris B wanted to know, he, I didn't shout him out. So shout out to you, Chris B. Thank you. So now you've gotten like a couple <laughs> of shout outs now. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Missed Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. You know what? I didn't see him there. Okay, so Rock Humper says, uh, GOA rocks, and I just became a Patriot member not long ago. I hope they grow to the levels of the NRA and give them a run for their money. That's his uh, That's his comment there. Oh, that's. I have a question. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, um, the origins of GOA, was that the spinoff of unhappy NRA people? So we were founded by a state senator in California, um, H.L. Richardson, and uh, he, he was very active as a state senator, and uh, I b- believe he was an NRA board member, and uh, he saw some, some things he believed to be a compromise, and, and he started Gun Owners of California and, and then uh, Gun Owners of America. So we actually have a state affiliate group, Gun Owners of California, um, and they do some great work in California. And if you live in California, go ahead and check them out and uh, and support them at the state level because because they need the help as well. But uh, you know we're all in this together. And uh, and yeah, uh, HL is um, a great guy and he's done a lot for our movement. And uh, when he started GOA, he brought on Larry Pratt, who's been the executive director for over 40 years. And, and now he's the executive director emeritus. So uh, we got some great people here at GOA and they've been in the fight a long time. So, okay, cool. And I think the people in California need to uh, double down on their donations. Because if you, if you're in California, lots of people cannot get out of California, right? They've got family members, jobs and stuff like that. And if you're a gun guy and you're in California, you got to fight, you got to fight real. You know, they need yeah. divine intervention in California. Cause yeah. That's a California is a prime example of why you can't have um, like you elect a president by just pure votes, because the people that live out of the major cities in California have no say nothing. They, they yeah. could scream and holler atop their lungs and the ones in the cities in Sacramento make all the rules. And that's that, yeah. you know, that, but there's right now there's something that has a say it's called, you know. It's called the but, Second Amendment, but yes, I understand that. But yeah. the reality—I live in—I re- live in the world. No, no, I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't live in this bubble where it's, where magical things are going to happen because you believe in something. It's well, yeah, we got to—we have to keep reminding. Listen, nothing. If you, you don't stay on their shit, yeah, cy- things are cyclic yeah. too, and, and eventually these leftists will all get the boot somehow or another. But the reality is in California that very few people pull. Every time something comes up, it passes in California. It's like. They're gonna they're gonna let illegals vote. Sure, let's give them on welfare. Sure, let's do everything and take away all the gun rights. Yeah, Dude, sure. Calif- what the heck? California just made it okay for you to get to knowingly give someone AIDS. Yeah, that's like that's like killing. That's like yeah, commit yeah. murder. Right, boom. And yeah. I'm pretty sure this is this is gonna get the conspiracy guys going. Go, I'm pretty sure that that's a setup. So when the zombie apocalypse comes, oh, no Here. one's held. No take one's the- gonna be held ac- accountable for the zombie apocalypse. You need a flare pistol. 
<laughs> shoot that zombie. Light him on fire. Um, um, I wonder what like a flare gun does to a zombie head. Probably it's it looks. Ah, uh, you could try it. You know, yeah. if you want. You can find it's a zombie. Look, I'm I'm game. You know, I mean, it's, it's gonna look like Fourth of July. Okay, so uh, music lover says uh, two hundred dollars in in 1934 equals thirty seven hundred dollars in 2017. Hello. And there's people, like I said, didn't make that much in a whole year back then. Yeah, you know, that was a a nickel for a pickle, and you know all that kind of good euphemistic stuff. A nickel for a pickle. Okay, you Walter, know? keep your little sexual innuendos to yourself. Well, you, well, you got a pickle. I don't got a pickle, but uh, but but you know, it's that, the same. That's going to wind up on a T-shirt now. A nickel for a pickle. That's a, you ever heard that before? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not from 1934. I'm not either, but. <laughs> I get. I, I have to introduce you. If Peggy's mom can tell you stories about going and buying pickles, you know, and stuff like that. Story. Oh, so okay, all right. You know, back in the old days, yeah. But I'm, yeah. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to go through here. Uh, Meredith Mayhem says oh. McNukes. Laugh out loud. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. What do you think of this NRA's euphemistic reciprocity thing? We're going to trade our our plastic stock for reciprocity. And there's simply no trades to be made. You know, any time that Republicans, even on non-gun issues, have tried to come to a deal or compromise, they've lost out. And on the gun issue, it would be the same deal. So there's no trades to be had. It's only firm on, on the Second Amendment. And right. to, uh, to to defeat all the gun control and, and move forward on the pro-gun bills that are in the Congress. You know, they mentioned reciprocity. GOA supports reciprocity. Um, especially the HR 38 one in the House, it has 212 uh, supporters. In my opinion, that bill should have moved a long time ago. And GOA, we've certainly urged uh, uh, people, uh, congressmen, and, and the leadership to move the bills. So they've certainly had some setbacks with the shootings recently. But um, so, know, so what do you think was going on there? I mean, because I agree with you, these guys have had the bully pulpit now for. Has it been a no? It's not a year yet, but it's close to it. Right. Because the elections happened like about a year ago at this point. Right. So they've been in office for about, I don't know, eight or nine months. Yeah, we started the new Congress in January and, you know, the leadership has told us just be patient. We'll move it at the right time. And then the Alexandria shooting happened, you know, and and, uh, you know, so they all oh, we have to wait. We can't move the bill now, you know. Uh, and uh, in my opinion, if Las Vegas wouldn't have happened, I think we would have had a vote uh, in, in October, and it, just from my personal opinion. But, you know, Las Vegas happened, and all oh, we can't move the bill now. I, and, you see, that's the thing. I don't think they I, – I think those are just excuses. I just don't think they want to do it because there's never – there's always going to be resistance. It's never going to be a good time for people, right? It's never going to be a good time. These are just convenient things that are coming up that they're like, oh, we can't do – what does reciprocity have to do with these attacks that are happening? What does it have to do with that? Well, and I think if we have reciprocity, we might uh, see these attacks ended or not even be began the the first place because you know I, I don't have to worry about is my permit legal in this state? You know, I live in Northern Virginia, uh, near D.C. and Maryland. If you make a wrong turn up here, and you have a concealed uh, even if you have a Virginia permit and you live near D.C., you make your wrong turn, you're a criminal. You know, and, and yeah. of course that happens a lot. Um, so there's no deals to be made. And, and I think the bill should have moved a long time ago. And when a bill has 212 co-sponsors, 
it has support. Uh, that's it. We believe it has enough votes to pass the House. You know, why is this bill moving? You know, we've we've uh, uh, approached congressmen and leadership about this and told them to move it. I've done that personally. I've told Trey Gowdy to move the bill, you know. Um, so it's, you know, we're, we're trying to do it, but they just they just say be patient and wait. And frankly, I'm personally I'm getting a little tired of waiting myself. Yeah, I think that this nonsense that they keep saying, oh, just wait, we'll do it. That's just. Come on, man. I'm I'm sick and tired of that. You know, that's really crazy. You're in there. Do what you're supposed to do. Get it over and done with. You know, they're taking a lot of time. I think the time that these guys are up there needs to be like severely limited and they either need to do things or don't do it. And if they don't do what they said, we get rid of them, put someone else in there that's going to do what they're supposed to do. You know, Um, I've got lots of people here saying they need claymores. They need claymores, Walter. Yeah, yeah, I know they do, but they why no expl- Why can't we have explosives? I hate to I'd hate to tell you this, but most of them would blow themselves up. So um, yeah, okay, that's your right. You got the right to blow yourself up. Yeah, then who's going to sew you back up? How much is that going to cost? Nobody. Well, okay, if you blow Hello? yourself up, I don't, no. no one's going to sew you back up, Walter. Oh yeah, they wouldn't be lucky enough to get killed, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're getting sewed up that easily. I don't oh. want I don't want somebody half cocked with a claymore. You know, it's like. <laughs> Uh, no, I'd like to have. Listen, Claymores might have saved Rand Paul from his neighbor. He would have put some freaking Claymores in on that board. He had no fence. Rand Paul should have just carried a ball bat or something with him. That would have took care of that. He yeah. had to know that this guy was pissed. That stuff doesn't happen just all of a sudden. You know, yeah. when your neighbor, that, that stuff all goes, you know, it's like, yeah, you fucker. And all of a sudden, wah! <laughs> you know, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't buy it. Something there's there's a backstory to that. Somebody pissed somebody off bad. Um, yeah. Even if they used to work together, or whatever. Somebody somebody did something. Yeah. But, so time, go ahead. Kind of off topic. And this is mm-hmm. just me personally speaking. But you have a senator mowing his yard. I think that's pretty remarkable that he's trying to stay in touch with an everyday uh, person. He's mowing his yard. I don't think all the other senators mow their own yards uh, in their spare time. Um, Yes, I think that is good. You got to give him kudos for that. But I think it's very prudent because, um, you know, if you don't mow your own yard, you're highly likely to get in trouble for having like an illegal alien mowing your yard, your yard. Right. Someone go, oh, who's mowing his yard? That's probably his way to relax, to be honest with you. No, I'm just joking. I know. Well, hey, speaking of illegal aliens, you know, that happens all the time. You can't control that when the yard service shows up and Miguel and Paco and 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 whatever Johnny jump out and start cutting your grass, you don't know if they're illegal or not. You just want your grass cut, right? Yeah, but you know, I mean, I it, your ID. I'm ice. Give me your ID. Yeah, yeah, that's not necessarily what you want to do. But yeah, I think it was cool that he was out there mowing his yeah, his yard. That's that. a good thing, you know. I think he should get goats next time. <laughs> do what I do. Get some goats. If they if your neighbor tackles your goats, you, you know, you might make a love connection. Make it polish your sand. You know? That's what you can do. Just polish the sand. Yeah. You know, um them goats to get that high end grass up, they'll be all gone in a week. Yeah, the Tyvan show wants me to remind you guys that the Supreme Court did rule that we can have what the military has. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, right? So Is he referencing the Miller case? Uh, are you referencing the Miller case, Tyvin? Let's see. Yeah, I, I, I'm 
that's the case that came to my mind of uh, of saying that. And that that's a uh, that's a very interesting uh, court case from. What do you think about that? Um, well, they, the second, uh, if I recall it correctly, the Miller case, uh, they, they pretty much decided that the guns that are protected by the Second Amendment are guns that are being used by the military. Um, so does that mean that uh, M16s that doesn't, that doesn't and, protect me though? Are protected yeah. or and your hunting rifles not? So it, it's a very interesting in court case from a two-way perspective. That means that the military's guns are protected, not yours. Yeah, that's uh, so. Where do you guys come down on that? What do you guys think that means? Well, GOA's opinion is we think the Second Amendment means what it says shall not be infringed. So we yeah. think. You know, citizens should have uh, machine guns and and whatever a s soldier carries into combat as his primary firearm, you know. Um, but the Miller case is is very interesting. And that's all I can say on that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're making this overly complicated. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be a simple thing. Right. You have the right to bear arms. Right. You know, it's inal inalienable and should not be infringed. So there you go. Uh, and our founders recognize it as a God-given right, and because it's God-given, it's inalienable, as you said, and because mm -hmm. it's inalienable, you can't infringe on it, and that's kind of the logic yeah. that we use here at GOA. You know, if it's a prior restraint upon keeping and bearing arms, that means it's an infringement and a violation of the Second Amendment. Absolutely. We, you know, I don't know why everyone's trying to make it really complicated. It's not really that complicated. So we can have whatever, you know, you can have laser beams, lightsabers, whatever comes into play. It doesn't matter what's invented <laughs> or whatever. OK, so we've got some questions here. Uh, Lola is here, by the way. So she's trying to get us more organized. So here we go. How many members compared to the NRA does GOA have? We have one and a half million members and supporters. OK, cool. I think the NRA claims they have five million. I don't know if that number still stands. <laughs> Um, they probably lost at least a million people, but whatever. Okay. Um, and what's your primary goal and what steps are you guys taking towards that primary goal? Well, we, we want the second amendment to be uninfringed, you know, so we're working to enact constitutional carry on the state levels. You know, we don't think you should have to get a permit to carry a gun. And we were very active in uh, New Hampshire to pass constitutional carry. Uh, we were very active in, uh, I believe it was uh, North Dakota to, to have one of the Dakotas. I forget exactly which one to pass constitutional carry there. In fact, we were the original gun group to advocate for constitutional carry. Uh, but even before I was alive, it was called Vermont carry. Um so we're active pushing that on the state level. Um, and then on the federal levels, we're look, working to deregulate suppressors uh, with through the Hearing Protection Act and the Shush Act. And we feel if we can deregulate suppressors, then we can move on to other pieces of the NFA and kind of piecemeal it out out of existence. Um, so th that's kind of our, our agenda on the on the federal level and the state level. OK, so take it down one brick at a time. Yeah, the um, the last um attempt at the suppressor thing also had attached to it um, a wording to remove all the imports of the ban on the import of legal guns that are here now you couldn't stop the import of those and I guess giving shotguns um, not making them in the DDs 12 gauges if they're mm -hmm. over 50 caliber and that also got shelved too uh, by DD you mean destructive device right correct yes mm -hmm. and um, 
I even think that was more important than the suppressor thing about the imports because yeah, you know, the, the it, whole sporting purpose clause has just been, you know, per, uh, been a perverted term. Um, you know, it's it's crazy to me that a gun has to have a sporting purpose to be legitimate. You know, like like what's sporting? You know, like that's such a a uh, undefinable term. You know, it just it's up to whatever F the ATF thinks it is at the time. Yeah, that's kind of that's also crazy. Um, yeah. So let me see here. Okay, the other question that I had is, um, do you guys have board members like the NRA? And uh, if so, how, how are the board members put in place? So we don't have a, an elected board system like other gun groups, um, but we do have you know a, a board system with Tim Macy, who's our chairman. He's a very solid guy. Um, he's kind of taken over the leadership from H.L. Richardson. And then we have, you know, Eric Pratt, who stepped up as an executive director um, and uh, and a few others. And these guys are all 100 percent solid on the Second Amendment. They back up what I'm saying right now, uh, full force. You know, so when, when like I said, when we meet, when we say shall not be infringed, we, we mean it. OK, cool. All right. I want to remind everyone to click the thumbs up button and uh, share this share this video okay we need you guys to click the thumbs up share this video let folks know that we're having this conversation um so let me see here uh warsaw patriot says people died during world war ii after people in europe and russia okay hold on a second uh lost that comment <laughs> um i basically he was saying that you know people all over europe got their guns taken away from them and a lot of people you know yeah my uh, grandfather just about got it in soviet russia actually Mm-hmm. Um, he got caught with a shotgun when he was supposed to turn all that stuff in. And oh, okay. And he got put in the jail cell where they shoot people on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they take a few out, shoot them, take a few out, shoot them. And I don't know exactly how he got out of it, but I'm here. So <laughs> he got out of it somehow or another. But my grandfather always, when I was a kid growing up, he always had a gun up on the wall. And I was like, all right, well, well, that's cool. But I didn't know any backstory about it until he actually died. And then I found out why, because that's why, because he could. So, and that gun up on the wall actually didn't even work. The, <laughs> one, that, the one that worked was in the closet in his bedroom. So, um, um, yeah, I, I think another good example is com Cambodia and, and the massive genocide that went on yeah. there. But what happened before the genocide was gun confiscation. Of course, they took away yeah. the guns, and I believe they then they had a genocide that killed up to a third of the population. You know, so you look at the mass genocides in the world. What happened before the guns were taken away? Right, right, right. Yeah. OK. Um, so this uh, this person has a number. Eight, seven, four, three, one, eight, six, one says, is there a way to hold politicians criminally liable for enabling crimes because they enacted uh, victim disarmament laws? What do you guys think? Well, they're civil court. That's about what you're going to do. You're going to spend a lot. Only place going to benefit there is the lawyers. So I don't know. Well, you know, if someone's violating our constitution, let's vote them out. And I know that's easier said than done. <laughs> well, but, you know, we, we have a process. So, you know, our founders put in a process. So if someone is violating the constitution, you know, let's find somebody who, who is solid on the Second Amendment and the constitution as a whole. Let's put them in the office. Yeah. yeah. Atomic, well, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Uh, Hillary Clinton's a fine example of violating the law over and over and over yeah. and over and over. If you did that or I did that, you'd be sitting for 20 years. She's 
Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that Trump ran on, you know, saying that he that he would lock her up. And then apparently after he won and then they told him about the aliens and all that kind of stuff. Then they told oh. him, I guess, that she's one of the aliens and she can't get locked up. So much for a reasonable <laughs> conversation. Well, I mean, come on. What the hell happened? Right. Give the aliens a claim more. Leave them alone. Okay? Me, I mean, look, even Don, even Donna Brazil is like coming out. And, yeah. You know why she's doing that? Hey, listen, you know why she's doing that? C-Y-A. C-Y-A. She's involved with that stuff just as much as every. And I didn't say a bad word either. She's involved with that stuff just as much as they are. True. Yeah. Full, full knowledge of all that monkey business. Yeah. She something just, something bigger is probably about to fall. There's a lot of sh- stuff that's come yeah yeah i don't see how if they think they're going to have any luck in the midterms i think i think i was a democrat i'd, I'd go independent <laughs> i mean because it's just one thing on top of another there's so much that how can somebody keep up with it how the average hey, guy keep up with it coming up are very important you know i i believe there's lots of democrats up for uh uh re-election in the senate and especially in states that trump won so that per- poses a, a good well, threat to make up some more ground in the Senate. You know, we, the Republicans have a slim majority of, of just 52 senators. And I know they've had to uh, call in Mike Pence a few times for some votes. And, and honestly, if you have a majority, you don't want that happening. Um, so if we yeah. can, if Republicans can take some ground in the Senate in the midterms, I think that will be very beneficial and, and take an, take away another excuse of why, Gun bills haven't moved. Yeah, I think part of the reason they have anything done with the gun stuff is they're folk. They want to get the tax stuff done because the tax stuff, everybody understands money. Um, and even the guys, even well, a lot of those people that aren't gun people that that, you know, the money thing. So that's why. And he said he was going to lower taxes and do all that. So he better do something before the midterm. So. But, but you know, in, in the House, you know, the reciprocity bill has 212 co-sponsors. That's an easy victory. You pass the bill, you know, and then you can go home to your constituents and, and say, you hey, look what I've done, you yeah. know, and that might get them re-election, you know, I, if they need reciprocity I, in the House. I agree with you, but the average guy, if you say the word reciprocity, he's going to go, is that like something to do with prostitutes or something? <laughs> he don't know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, he knows about his money and he knows about his paycheck and he knows about taxes. But he, well, well, it's kind of most people don't pay any taxes, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> um, I, I, I guess that's why they're doing. It. I think they need to get. I think they need to get the tax thing done. And then they can say, hey, we lowered your taxes. Vote for us. Yeah, they're trying to win all the battles like health care, maybe taxes and things like that. Um, yeah. They don't, even, they, don't even want to, they don't even want to attach the health care thing to the taxes because there are so many Republicans that are scared of their shadow about health care that they won't get on board if that's on it. Yeah, the I think they need to stop. I need I think they need to stop the stupid strategizing because they're going to strategize their way into, um, you okay. know, to I, not I, existing anymore. I think you'll get reciprocity before you get them to stop strategizing. So, yeah. And I, <laughs> well, I, and I personally don't think reciprocity has a thing, a chance in hell of getting passed. But because the states are so out of whack, you know, they, they won't, they won't go for it. But yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet my my gun rights on reciprocity. Just say that. So. Yeah, it's not that we don't want it. It would be great. No, I take it, yeah. but I, I just don't see it happening. I, I just yeah. don't. I mean, I don't, 
I'm not going to trade something for reciprocity. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I don't think we should give up anything to get reciprocity. That's how you lost your machine guns. We're supposed to, reciprocity is like a, it's kind of a, you know, why should we be fighting for reciprocity when we have the Second Amendment? Doesn't make any sense, right? You should be able to go anywhere that you want to go. We all know off. that, but... <laughs> wow. okay. Try it. Try yeah, it. But, I mean, there's kind of our take on it. You know, first and foremost, you should not have to get a permit to carry a gun. You know, concealed right. carry permits are permission slips from the government to carry a gun. Uh, the GOA, with the original uh, supporters of constitutional carry, uh, first and foremost, you know, constitutional carry all the way. But we believe that if reciprocity is passed on the federal level and only at certain types of reciprocity, GOA, we only support reciprocity that protects the constitutional carry states. There's 14 of them and reciprocity that has no national standards. Now, thankfully, the bills that have been introduced this Congress uh, meet our standards and have our support. But we believe that if these bills are passed, then it will help pass more constitutional carry uh, states across the across the country. So reciprocity is a means to advance constitutional carry. Okay, I understand that. Okay, you know what? We've got some more questions for you here. Um, so um, are there lawyers on the board? If so, how many? Do you guys? We, well, we do have a foundation, um, and these guys are, are top-notch um that that handle our, our stuff uh one of uh the cases that comes to mind is uh the case of david olfson uh this individual had an ar-15 um that malfunctioned into a burst fire okay. and uh we the atf came after him we defended him uh, our lawyers were on fox news you can go to our youtube channel and check it out um and uh, we have a foundation that comes to the defense of of gun owners that have been, had their rights abused so Okay. We do have a legal presence. Yep. Okay, good. Um, and are the GOA bylaws available to the public? You know, we have a, a very simple membership uh, structure, and you can find everything about us at the about page on our website at gunowners.org. About, I believe, is the link. So. Yeah, you can find all that there. Yeah. And I think you addressed some of this already. Um, folks want to know what you think about the HPA shush act, et cetera, and what you guys are doing to uh, move those forward. Well, we support the Hearing Protection Act. We, we support Shush. In fact, we actually prefer the Shush Act better because in our view, it's a stronger bill. It completely removes suppressors from the federal regulations. And, and that's kind of the line of our thinking. But we do support the HBA as well. And I was actually at a hearing um, this summer when they were about to move the, the, uh, the SHARE Act. And what happened was HPA was tacked on to the SHARE Act, which is a, a larger conservation bill. And, and we support that. And like I said, we've been meeting with uh, staffers and congressmen to get them to move it. And uh, just right now, politically, they've uh, kind of put a stall on the, the pro-gun bills, including the suppressor stuff. So we are fighting on that front as well. And I've personally been involved with that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right, let me see. I'm going to, I'm trying to uh, catch up on all the comments here. So LB Louis Cipher says he gets really, he gets really tired of people getting the terms of reciprocity and recognition screwed up. It's the legal equivalent of interchanging the term of a clip in a magazine. So, 
Okay. Yeah, reciprocity and recognition. So, okay. Well, well, Go ahead. Well, reciprocity is if you know your permit. If you can carry in in your home state, then you can carry across the country. And one of the things I like about HR thirty eight is it actually protects people in anti gun states like California or New Jersey or uh, or one of those gun hating states. And those individuals can get an out of state permit, and then they can carry in their home state as well as the, across the country. So HR thirty eight would would in effect nullify the may issue permitting systems. And I think that's a big step forward for, for gun rights. Mm -hmm. Simply stated, your driver's license is good everywhere, right? So your driver's, your carry permit would be good everywhere. And, and yeah. we don't have a constitutionally protected right to drive. But actually, we have a and, and actually, the driver's license stuff is not the same everywhere. So No, not yet. I think they were trying to pull all of that into... Well, home, Homeland Security was trying to get everybody on the same page, and some states have said, nah. Man, maybe not. Yeah, and they don't necessarily want to participate for their the own ones reasons. that are the ones that want to house all the uh, illegals have have balked at a lot of that stuff because it it right. it's sanctuary it cities. Right, right, right. So, you know, I yeah, I don't. Yeah, get Atomic Bull says, um, you know, if if it were a democratic issue, it would be named much better. The Gun Fairness Freedom Act. <laughs> he was he's like, so he says like the name reciprocity and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you yeah. know, that's what I guess is causing uh, confusion. Well, once again, like I said, a lot of people when you say reciprocity, they go, "What is that?" I don't know what that is. You know, I. I, I yeah. Well, one good development with reciprocity's last Congress. So, um, you know, in, in 2015 and 2016, there were three reciprocity bills in the House and GOA. We only supported one reciprocity bill because the other two two didn't protect constitutional carry states. Uh -oh. So now uh, in this Congress, in this session, there's one reciprocity bill in the House and there's one reciprocity bill in the Senate and they both. Uh, meet our criteria for support. So it, it's good to see, and we've actually worked with legislatures, uh, Hudson in the House, to to get our concerns addressed in the bills. So it's good that they've consolidated into one, and, and it's actually the pro-gun bill. And in fact, H.R. 38 is the most pro-gun bill in that's been ever been introduced into Congress. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just say this, Jordan, make a liar out of me, please. Okay. Yeah, I think you know, you know, hmm. I, I understand I, I, the concerns. No, no, you know, but do it, do it, do it. And I'll be the first one to come on and say I was wrong. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I get it. You know, I'm frustrated and there's been reciprocity bills introduced for for like a uh, 15 years. So I understand the frustrations, but that's why we gotta stay on them. Yeah, all and it takes we have a saying around the office that's when they feel the heat, they see the light. And you gotta be active, you gotta call, you gotta email, you gotta let them know, you know. We got to make this law. Yeah, I and think. All, well, uh, unfortunately, think, all it takes is one John McCain to screw everything up. <laughs> you know, and and I, I don't know. <laughs> I think what uh, LV Louis Cipher was trying to say is that uh, it, this is his comment. Let's get it straight. It's not reciprocity. It's recognition. The legal term for reciprocity is a contractual agreement. So, like, so in other words, he's saying, you know, okay. we should we should be recognizing. You know, people's the the license that they have uh, from state to state to conceal carry in all the other states, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. we we have. Uh, this know, is the name that it's gotten at this point. Okay, 
Yeah, well, you know, Article 4 of the Constitution, you know, enforces the public acts and records of each state to be valid across the state line. So that's another constitutional support for for recognition or reciprocity or whatever you want to call it. You know, there, there's, you know, unlike a lot of bills that's introduced into Congress, you know, this actually has constitutional su- support outside of the Second Amendment. Yeah. Um, and I guess some people here are asking about uh, the races and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if the results and all that has come in. I'll, I'll take a look at that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know the polls closed here at 7 p.m. in yeah. Virginia, and I obviously haven't had a chance to look at them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you can see the comments, uh, Jordan. Dan Nugent says, I really like this Jordan Stein guy. I wish the other gun organizations could have more members who are like him. You see, Mutiny for the Cat says I should run for sheriff. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you to that individual. And I know, you know, I, I really appreciate that. And everyone else at GOA, we we are solidly no compromise. And, we, you know, I know there's been a term being tossed around that says not one more inch. Well, my response to that is what about the miles they've taken already? Yeah. You know, we just we've compromised too for too long. Yeah, that's like I said, that's why you don't have any uh, machine machine guns manufactured for civilians anymore because Reagan did the same thing. So, um, in 86, so yeah, way back when. Um, yeah. So it, it looks like the Democrat Ralph Northam defeats Ed Gillespie in race for Virginia oh. governor. So there you go. If you guys want to know about that, that's, that's disheartening. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. thrilled in my, in my personal opinion about any of the, the candidates yeah. running for governor, but you know, Northam is certainly no friend of the Second Amendment and gun rights, so um, it'll be frustrating to try to get some pro-gun bills moved here in the Commonwealth. So Yeah, yeah uh, you guys lost. in Virginia just get ready for the onslaught. Yeah, get ready to melt down your uh, slide fire and be safe. Yeah. And for everyone who's going to get mad about that and didn't go vote, well, I don't know what to say to you. I know, Walter, did you – I don't. I think you said it off air, your, your son uh, yeah, Spencer was, got to vote today, right? Yes, my 18-year-old went for the first time. The only thing that we had to vote for in Safety Harbor was uh, is they, what they call penny for Pinellas. You know, it's to keep the one cent added to the sales tax to build roads and stuff. I didn't go vote because I was on the way home from work, but my wife and my son took off because it was like quarter to seven by the time I was leaving. So oh. our, it was it wasn't it wasn't quarter to seven. I'm sorry, but anyways, I didn't do it this time. Uh, they I did. I, I, I voted. Sticker to prove it. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Very nice. They I, uh, at the polling place they went to, they had only had 120 people all day long. Wow. Yeah, but like I said, it wasn't a like they weren't voting for mayor or safety harbor or any. But it was just that that penny for Pinellas. Some other parts of the county had a lot of different, um, like they were voting for the mayor of St. Petersburg and stuff like yeah. that. Nothing, okay. nothing I, ginormous in our area. So yeah, I got some people calling for me to be the governor of Florida, Jordan Poole. You know, and uh, Meredith. Well, I got for you. Can I, I got can I be the governor? Yeah, I could be. Do you 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 know? Uh, I don't know about the stuff about being. Yeah. Do you have to be like a uh, natural born citizen or could know. you have naturalized like well, you know, you know, you know why you don't. It's you don't, Florida. Anyone could be the governor. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want that position. You know why, Hank? Why? Because he got um, our current governor got rid of the jets. What jets? The jets that the governor used to fly and they got rid of them. Oh, so I won't have jets. You won't have your own plane. So you don't <laughs> want that position. Come on. No, that's fine. I'll get an attack helicopter. You couldn't be, be balling big enough in the in yeah. the. 
you know. No, all I need is an attack helicopter. That's it. Who's going to fly it? Good to go. Attack helicopter. I'll learn how to. I'm, if I'm the governor, I will just automatically give myself a pilot's license. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah, you got to get down the bunker. Got to go down the bunker when he starts flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what the what the rules are of who can run for governor and all that kind of. Get to the uh, chopper, ninety eight K says. Get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah, that's chopper. right. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of things. Uh, there's listen. We've got a Republican governor right now, and yeah, some he's of the right. things, he's okay, but some of the things that he's up to, I don't like. So, well, you're never going to get somebody that does everything you like. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah. You know, so, some people didn't like Bush because we had used to have a Jeb Bush, the governor here in Florida. And people didn't like Jeb because he was a Bush. and But he took care of things here in Florida during the hurricanes and stuff. Um, and he could speak Spanish to the Spanish people. And, you know, and people were impressed by that. Actually, our governor, Rick okay, Scott, can well, speak Spanish, too. Yeah, so, that's um, uh, that's all well and good. Um, if I'm governor, I'm going to go. Congratulations to everyone who could speak Spanish. But this is America, bitches. <laughs> okay <laughs> learn I, how to speak if you go to if you go I to cuba you. or you go to mexico or I you go to any latin latin uh country any country mm-hmm. where the the language is spanish they're going to want you to learn spanish i understand that i i, I agree yeah. with you 100 percent. i'm not so there you go i'm not uh, i'm not <laughs> Arguing you know. with you. So I'm not saying it. Hey, it's impressive that you can speak another language. Very cool. Shannon <laughs> Place says Jed was a butt nugget. Nugget. <laughs> a butt nugget. I didn't say it. He said he, Jeb Bush was a butt nugget. Um, um, you know what, Bush, I, I think I agree with you on what you said. Bush did some cool things or whatever. That One of the things that I think a lot of people don't like them, they lost even more people. Because, uh, you know, they didn't support Trump and all that, you know, that yeah, just that, that's, that's, that's dirty. Yeah. That's dirty. They're dirty dogs. You know, I mean, that's, you know, you don't vote for it. There is no way. And I don't care if I'd never vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't care who her opponent is. I'd never vote for her. They're criminals. You get to yeah. if, if you oppose Clinton, you get the two shot suicide. And that's just too coincidental. Sorry. Yeah. So and then something that I want to like circle back to, I'm, uh, you know, I really think that we have all these different elections coming up and people need to get their butt out there and vote, man. Absolutely. You know, For sure. Yeah. Don't don't get mad if things flip and go the other way and the pendulum swings the other way and you didn't take your butt out there and vote. You need to get out and vote. I tweeted this morning. If you don't vote, you can't complain. And I like to complain a lot. So I certainly made sure <laughs> yeah. to vote. Yeah, vote. And it's got enough like some people don't want to vote because they don't want to lose. So they don't want to go out there and vote for someone. And then the person they voted for didn't win. Who gives a crap? Go out there and vote. It's really, really important to vote. And one of the most important things is your local election. So we have all this stuff that we're fighting against federally. But what can happen is that people can enact stuff on the state level and even in local levels in some cases. So you're going to see this with some of the real liberal uh, guys that are getting into governor's offices around America that they're just going to like the crap that you see going on in Massachusetts, you're going to see more of that. Well, people in Massachusetts need to, I guess, well, stand up, I guess. I don't know. It's 
Hard to say. I can't. Yeah, well, just look at what's happened with constitutional carry on the state levels. You know, you go you go back a few years ago, and only a handful of states had permitless carry. Now, and now there's more. 14. There's and more. that's an undeniable fact that, you know, elections have consequences. And if you want to affect change, your local and, and state yeah. um, officials have a lot of power over your daily life. You know, so vote and vote pro-gun and vote your conscience. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I forgot. Go ahead. All right, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, my significant other also voted too. So, yes, I saw. I saw she posted some yeah, stuff. She, she voiced her opinion. Yeah. yeah, I I follow uh, Peggy Killer Keller. I know. Um, as of today, you do. Yes. Yeah. As of today, yes. I, I'm making sure I'm following, <laughs> <laughs> so that I know if I get in trouble, I know. I was like, oh, I think I better follow. Just so yeah, see I, what's going on. Yeah. 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 So if I'm like a persona non grata. I know ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> Duck and um, cover, baby. Duck and cover. Absolutely. Yes. I want to remind everyone that's watching right now. Come on, guys. Click the thumbs up. Share this video. That's, you know, we need to keep this going. We've still got like about half an hour here. We're going to discuss a few more things before we get out. Atomic Bull says, Hank, I'll trade you Cuomo for Scott. Hells no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell's no. That guy, every that time time. I see that doofus, I see a picture of him. He's like, he's like he looks like a doofus. No, they're Sorry, all I'm, idiots. Sorry, I mean, I mean, like personal yeah. stuff, but he's a doofus. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, listen, that whole you, family. That's that's another one of those political families, you know. And it's like, ugh, make me yeah. puke. Yeah, know? it's terrible. Joseph Yates says, "Hey guys, I'm pretty much a new listener." Thank you for listening. I'm on a fixed income and it took everything I had to get my CCW and the guns um, I have. The more I listen, Jordan from Gun Owners of America, I will be joining soon. So he liked uh, what Jordan's saying. And and this is one of the guys I'm trying to tell you, Walter, there's folks out oh, there who are on I, a fixed I, income. I, I, look, 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 let me back up. Okay, hey, well, 1984, 1980. Joining or wanting to join. Yeah. I mean, back, back in the day, I didn't have a pot to pee in either so not that i'm rich or anything now but i didn't have money to buy it when when you could buy a machine gun i didn't have money for a machine gun i didn't have money for the 200 dollars tax thing i didn't know anything how to do it you know i mean it's just but you know i understand that completely <laughs> yeah and, and, you could, and you're not saying you want it to be there you no, no i'm not saying i want it to be there but it, yeah. yeah anyways it won't go we already went over that so you know yeah, but I figured I'll just stick it to you a little bit more. <laughs> oh, I understand, you know, but I'm not going to fight back. <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to avoid this one. You're like, okay. I'm going to duck and cover No mas. No mas. No, that's, no more. No that, more. That's, yeah. our, that's our Spanish for the day. Yeah. I'm going to launch a, I'm going to launch a, I'm going to call in the airstrike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, these are World War II German flare pistols, too. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. Let's see. Let's get a look at that. Awesome. Right, a, little right, gun, a little flare gun porn. Um, yeah. I have two of them, actually the same model, but made by two different manufacturers. Yeah. Um, this one here, I just got back together today. I had some issues and I figured out, but, um, I like, flare these guns, look like so. laser guns. <laughs> they look kind of Star yeah, Wars. They look like movie guns. Yeah. yeah. Which brings me to a good question. Jordan, do you, um, do you have your CCW? I do. I, I can still carry, I'm can still carrying right now. So okay. yeah, you don't yeah. have to show us, but what do you? What's your preferred uh, concealed carry? I, I you're gonna call me plain Jane, but I like Glock 19. You know, uh, it's, it's, no, dude, that's totally practical. Yeah, it yep. works. Yeah, that's a good. That's an absolutely good choice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, 
Glock 19, man. Every home in America, America. everyone in America should have a Glock 19. America. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, some of us should have two. Okay. Or three. <laughs> or four. Or, yeah, or 20. <laughs> if you can afford it, that's right. I mean, you understand. Yeah. Um, so Lola put don't, this- uh, don't, don't not buy the food to get a gun. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't starve. You know, or get, starve your kids to get a yeah. gun. Feed the children. That's a shooting. You know. That's a hanging offense when you mess yeah. with the kids. If you have to get a high point because that's what you can afford, there's nothing and wrong with that. By no. God, get a high point. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, you you still can do it. You you know, go out there, get something, or buy something used. You know, I always recommend people get stuff used. If you want a good used gun, you can go Glock. You know, there's lots of guns. There's lots of companies out there that will cover that gun there's even if lot, it's used. There's a lot of deals on 40 caliber Glocks right now. You can get a used 40 caliber Glock for right at 300 bucks. Yeah. So. Now, Jordan, did I ask you, where are you? What's What state are you in? I'm in uh, Virginia, Springfield, oh. Virginia, just outside D.C. Oh, you poor chap. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm, I'm still at the office, you know, Uh I think everyone else went home for the day, but I'm here. Oh, um, late. <laughs> well, thank you. We we appreciate that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. Pretty, here we go. Here, What's up? I see IOAKs are shit. He saw it already. <laughs> Let the hate begin. Oh, people- <laughs> the hate is strong with you, young Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Walter loves that AK. Oh, hey, by the way, I put another. Close to 100 rounds through it, and it's still in headspace, so we'll keep we'll oh. keep doing it. Yeah. Okay, so Lola wanted us to answer this question. We'll start with Jordan. Um, did you hear that Slidefire is uh, taking orders as of today? Good. What yes, I did. I did hear about that. Yeah. Any comments Good. on that? You know, I was actually on NPR today. They, they interviewed uh-huh. me, and I said that they're a company, and they should be able to – act and sell their products if they want to you know it's legal absolutely yeah. legal yeah go for it so yeah i don't have a problem with them selling bump fire socks right no there is yeah. no there is nothing wrong with that and i don't have it, any you know, problem with it at all you know yeah i'm not sure why they decided to come back now you know after they stopped before but maybe their lawyers or whatever it is uh, you know figured that you know things are good for them to get back time Time, yeah. my friend, Tom. Yeah, to get back into it. New Orleans, so. uh, Louisiana, I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Los, uh, I can't even say the place. Um, Las Vegas, what? What happened, <laughs> what happened in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Uh, you got a shooting in Texas. You got the elections going on. I mean, it's people, the, the news cycle goes so fast that, what? Yeah. So um, there's apparently a battle now between the SIG lovers and the Glock lovers in the comments. Oh. <laughs> so, oh boy what about the 1911 please uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no one i guess no one's going to take up the mantle for the uh high point <laughs> <laughs> should, no I get it out? should i get it out should i get the high point out oh um yeah sure why not you know okay uh, i gotta do I it just for a, fun i keep I it close by yeah i gotta yeah okay i don't want to take away your uh all right that's know. enough enough high point porn um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let the hate flow. Um, so you know what? Let's cover some new stuff. Uh, was yeah, there any sure. news things that you wanted to talk about, Jordan, that we didn't already cover? Oh, I think we've covered a lot. But you know, I did see uh, 
a, a Republican Texas Senator uh, John Cornyn, who introduced a uh, his his fix to the background check system that uh, let the uh, the sh- the shooter or the uh, the Air Force not report uh, the shooter's uh, uh, crimes or his uh, actions to the NICS system and all. And it, it's sad to see yet again another Republican. Uh, supporting uh, gun control, and, and this is supposed to be one of the pro-gun leaders in the so House. Ha- and it's, it's very sad to how, see him. How is he going to? How is he going to fix the Air Force? <laughs> yeah, that's the how thing. do you? That's that's military. You don't. He can't make a bill that fixes the. He, how are you going to fix that? How are you going to fix somebody not sitting and enter the stuff in? I mean, yeah, that, that's that? kind of my, my thoughts too. Like the background check system, the NICS system, I'm not sure if y'all are aware of this, but it has a 95% initial uh, false positive rate. So uh, the uh, initial denials of the NICS system is 95% of the time a false positive. It either it denies someone erroneously. So the NICS system isn't stopping criminals from, from getting guns. It's actually keeping you know, guys like us from, from buying guns because my name is similar to a, ba- a bad guy's name. Well, yeah. You yeah. Know, so, G, we post the background checks, uh, ch- the background check system in the Knicks completely. Luckily, Florida has their own. So, <laughs> they were the first to have one, actually, of their own. So, I, I mean, what are we going to do about this guy? You know, I mean, first of all, I wonder what rating this guy got from the NRA. You, you know, this um, Cornyn is, like I said, he's supposed to be a pro-gun leader. Um, now, you know, he's actually the co-sponsor of the reciprocity bill. Um, so, like I said, I was very disappointed. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, he feels, but, you know, he, so, feels like he, he has to do something. That's what the he has to do something. Yeah. You know, and it's, so you know, it's so yeah, he's he's going to say he's going to do something, but honestly, I I don't foresee this bill moving just because you know we introduce something, it doesn't move. I mean, look at the reciprocity bill in the house; it's got two hundred and twelve co-sponsors. It it hasn't moved, you know. So I don't foresee that bill moving for now, but you know things change, so. It makes it look like he's concerned. Yeah. Um, listen, there's just so much wrong here. I, I really think like if politicians want to do something to if they really feel like they need to do something, here's what you do tomorrow. Go up there, create term limits. Oh, <laughs> you're funny. You're That's, a funny guy. You uh, think they're going to term so limit themselves? Yes. If, they, they're, if, they, if they're saying they want to do something, let's do that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Keep you saying. Know, let's create term limits. You want to make things better for people? Let's um, actually create some punishable crimes that if uh, politicians uh, get caught out there, you know, in corruption, stealing from the people and all that kind of stuff. What are you going to do them? What are you going to do? Um, we, we need different levels starting. We, with can, we, can hire some chi- we can hire the Chinese to fix them. We need some capital punishment up in here. Well, that's what Chinese way. You know? you know, we can't have like these guys that are career criminals, basically, and they just keep getting reelected. That's what's going on in New York. Clinton. Yeah. Clinton. You know, Anthony Weiner is like, you know, that's what it's all Clinton. The same thing. It's and, you know, the thing that always gets me about that whole Anthony Weiner and his wife, the, the one who's tied to the Muslim Brotherhood, all those files that he had and they had on their computers all went to those Muslim Brotherhood people, everything. I can guarantee it was all given away. Where do they, yeah. they don't get in trouble. Yeah. He should be, he should be taken out. They should all be hung for treason. That's what they should be done. And then it would get the point across these people that you don't do that stuff. Yeah. But hey, I'm not in charge, so. 
<laughs> I guess. Maybe it's a good thing so, for them. I'm not sure. I, I just saw here that uh, John Stossel said that in 2018, California might vote, may vote on leaving the U.S. They can't do it. They'd, in a yeah. week, they'd run out of money in a week. They wouldn't even make a week before they run out of money. Uh, why are you saying they can't do it? I think we should encourage them. Are they gonna, where they, how do they pay for things now? Tell me that. I, I think we should encourage them to leave, Walter. I think they can totally leave. Well, we, we can pull all the the national, We can pull all the assets out of California. California is messing up the whole rest of the country, man. You know, yeah. look at cars. What, what they're doing to cars is ridiculous. That's because I, that's because of the federal government. Yeah, I because. saw this today. I'm trying to pull this up right now. Um, yeah, Anthony Weiner's in jail. Shut up and play, says I think. But um, yeah. He's not in. He's not sitting in Rayford where the where the child molesters are. He's sitting in some in some cushy cell someplace. So yeah, and, and, you know, throw him out in the general population and see how long that wiener works. So oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Jordan, what, how how are you? How are you with cars? Are you into cars? Are you a car guy? I'm change the subject. I, you know, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> I like Chevys. Um, oh, you're a Chevy guy. Okay. I yeah. like a good old Chevelle 70 SS. That's uh, 396. Uh, one of my dream cars. So, yeah. What year? What year? 70. Oh, you need a 396 then, right? With like a mm-hmm. full speed on the floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, just, I just love the sound. I, I, I really love the sound. It just, it's perfection to me. So, yeah. you got you to gotta smell that Ernburnt gasoline. And you gotta have a couple trips in the driveway after you get done. That's that's a car. Yeah, that's a car, baby. That's, that's a, car. a car right there. The car, your car, your car has to pee on your on your driveway to like mark its territory. And when it shifts gears and you're an idle, it chirps. Yeah. I had a car that did that actually. So this is this is interesting to me. I saw this is like totally off the subject here, but I thought we'll bring this up before we uh, get back to other stuff and and uh, wrap up here. One of the biggest names in the auto industry says no one will own a car in twenty years. Oh, so hang on. Lo- go ahead. You broke, you broke up when you were saying that. Okay, I said one of the, here. You want me? I'm going to read this uh, headline again. One of the biggest names in the auto industry says no one will own a car in 20 years. So you've heard of Bob Lutz, right? I guess. He's a longtime executive. He worked for Ford. He worked for General Motors, Chrysler, BMW. How old is the dude? Bob Lutz? Yeah. He's old as uh, Methuselah. (laughs) You never heard of Bob Lutz? I probably have. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, look, I'll share this article with you guys so you guys can see what I'm talking about. You know, you can hear. I'm going to put it in the chat. You guys can I'm going to say like I said before. Article. Everybody's so, supposed to be flying around in Jetson cars by now, too. So, Well, he says that, the you know, what he's saying here is that. Um, so he says, right, it says here, writing for Automotive News, he argues that the auto industry is in a, on an accelerating curve. For hundreds of years, the horse was the prime mover of humans for the past 120 years, it has been the automobile. Now we are approaching the end of the line for the automobile because travel oh. would be in standardized modules. Yeah, his, they're going to the put him in a standardized coffee. <laughs> the end state will be the fully autonomous module with no capability for the driver to exercise command. All right, let's let's throw something at you here. The U.S. economy, yeah. the major one of the things that it revolves around is the auto industry. 
and the manufacturing and the the supplying of that and the going and it, I don't see it happening. Sorry. Yeah, um, that will be a sad day when they have to take all, all the just... guns away first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm serious. You know, laugh about it, but yeah. somebody came to your house and said you're giving your car away. We're taking your car tomorrow. You know what? You know that yeah. that's when it all ends. If if, if you're going to ride in the module, remember he, you see where he said he's consulting with Fisker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, Fisker, and they're electric. Ele- Those are electric guys, right? Yeah, he also likes Elon Musk or whatever. Of course look, they do because they're on their government cheese. Yeah, if you want to know why these guys, one of the reasons, <laughs> before I get too much like a conspiracy theorist, oh, one of the reasons why they want to take the guns away is for the day when they go, yeah, you're gonna, they're going to take your driver's license away. They're going to go, you want to get transported somewhere? You, you have to ride get into it. this little stupid ass box. Right. You control. You <laughs> go where we tell you to go. You come and they turn it off when they want to turn it off. Yeah, exactly. You right, know, right. Um, yeah, yeah. In 20 <laughs> years, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. If that's what America looks like in 20 years, that is the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> well, uh, OK, if like we're I all said, sitting there in cars in like cars that look exactly the same and have no character or style. That's communism. That's communism. That's what they want, man. That's well, that's I, what they're I trying to do. You know, the old, like 1984 to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the book. And when you get a guy who's supposed to be a dyed in the wool car guy, like Bob Lutz saying that craziness, sign of sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, he's 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 a lot of these guys. They now they they see that the government or the the past government was all game on giving them all kinds of money to build this electric this and this electric that. They see that as their cash cow now. They're gonna they're gonna go electric, and I. You want to drive electric? Great, drive it. Drive it hard. Drive it fast. But do your own Absolutely. thing. Don't, you know, that's like telling me I can't have this yeah. gun because I gotta have a Colt. Well, you know what? I don't want a Colt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep. They're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna keep dumbing us down. And uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, oh wait, dumbing down's a Colt. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> Colt, but yeah, <laughs> I'm well, not trying to. Not be to start a whole cult thing here. No, okay. no, 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 no. The prancing, you know, instead of having a cult, and people say you want a prancing pony. Yeah, I do. I want a Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, uh, I want a prancing pony. That's hell yeah, can you imagine, like, in in this world that he's talking about with these little tiny boxes? What's a Ferrari going to look like? A little, everyone else is going to be in a white cube, and then you'll be in a little red cube. <laughs> no, he'll 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 be driving around in the in the in the Ferrari, and you'll be driving around the cube. That's yeah, the way the communist exactly. thing works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty. Tr- that's pretty true, right there. Yeah. Okay, Scott Kimball just gave us five bucks, so so that we pay attention to his comment here. Okay, thank Let's you, Scott. <laughs> All right, three seconds. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scott, we appreciate that. He says, uh, Jordan. Other than joining GOA and donations, what can members do, or how can they get more, more involved? Which is a good question, Scott. Thank you very much. And that's a great question. Um, call, call your representatives. You know, when we send out our action alerts, take action. You can always follow it up with a phone call and let them know. You know, I, I congressmen have told me personally that when they're lighting up their phone calls, when their chief of staff has to answer the phone, they really pay attention to to uh, what that issue is. Yeah. So, uh, the most active thing you can do, shy of visiting the office yourself, is, is to give them a phone call. And be Absolutely. polite. Yeah. And be polite. 
be polite. Yep. Yeah. Don't be a turd. And and call your your representatives. You you have to be a constituent of of the person you're going to call. You know, I live in Northern right. Virginia. Nancy Pelosi isn't going to care what I have to say. She's going to hang up on me what what I have to say. But if I call my representative or my senators, they have to listen to me because I, I'm a constituent of them. So I have more power calling the people who represent me than the people who call than the Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer, the people who don't represent me. So that's another piece of advice I would give. Yeah. Um, I see some people saying like Mr. Holster says he has an electric golf cart. <laughs> Which is, that's cool. Uh, that's fine. Also, hey. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, Mr. Holster. You know, that's cool. Um, uh, TJ Blaze says he would drive a Tesla. Uh, you know what? I, I drive one too if somebody else paid for it. Yeah, sure. If I could put a Hellcat motor in a Tesla, I would totally. Do that. I, would totally I do, do like that. the motor. Tesla's a very uh, no, very, it looks good. Yes, yes. yeah, okay. but I, you know, I, it scares me with all the stuff that you have. No, isn't control. it based? Isn't it based on a? No, that's not based on a Porsche. That was something else that was based no, on the Porsche. So, yeah. Well, we, um, we saw that guy that was hacking the te- hacking the. Who's that yeah. hacking the Tesla? Yeah, you can hack Teslas because Tesla is a thing about control. They they like having control, but there are dudes out there that have hacked them if you're into that. Here's what I would like, uh, what I think are going to be cool that's electric, motorcycles. Now, that's a the motorcycle is a, is a, is a it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Motorcycles being electric, I think, uh, makes sense. So, you know, um, nothing wrong with that. Okay, so... Eric Garcia wants to know, how do we start a petition? Um, Yeah, I'm guessing he wants to know. In my experience, petitions are not very effective. Um, You know, petitions are great at making us feel good. And yeah, we've got 100,000 signatures or whatever, but I, I have hardly seen petitions bring about policy changes or moving bills. So I I don't think a petition is a good way to uh, focus our resources and our manpower. I think the emails and the phone call route is uh, a lot more effective, uh, especially what I've, what congressmen have told me, you know, straight from the horse's mouth, you know? So I think we should have focused our resources on what's most effective. And I don't think that's petitions. By jamming up, jamming up their phone lines and their emails. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Um, I agree with that. I think that petitions are like pacifiers or, you know, the stoplight, the crosswalk when you hit that button and you (laughs) think it's going to do something. It doesn't really do anything. I know. I got told that. Don't push that button. Yeah, don't. Yeah, it's a waste of time. What are you pushing the button for? But it's just a pacifier. So that if he was talking about uh, petitions uh, in regards to what we're doing, I think, you know, lots of people like to do that because maybe it seems easy, but these guys ignore that. You need to do things that they actually take to heart. You know, you need to make them pay attention to what we're saying. So um, yeah, and I can, if you want to sign mm-hmm. a petition. It surely can't hurt. You know, it's not going to hurt us. But let's just not think, oh, I signed the p- petition. I'm done. I don't need to take any more action. Mm-hmm. You know, S- sure. Sign a petition, but also follow up, follow up with a call to your congressman and, and your senators. You know, you know, put put some some extra action behind it and let, let's get vocal. You know, just let's just not think that we've signed a petition and we've done enough for our gun rights. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dan Nugent says uh, his dad can afford an electric <laughs> for electric. He, on the other hand, is a million bucks shy of being a millionaire. <laughs> so, um, 
And then um, who was it? I think I carry my revolver says electric motorcycles already exist. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a good thing that people are developing the electric motorcycle. So, you know, um, no, if, it's, if it's too quiet, man, you're not going to hear me. You're going to you have a loud motorcycle. You always take notice to it. So, you know, yeah. So I think Archangel says petition. I think he said petition is worth the paper and ink use. I think he meant to say it's not worth. Uh, we need to get together in mass and walk into a congressional meeting and have our voices heard. Um, no compromise, not one inch, uh, you know, needs to be heard. Um, shut up and play your guitar. Says sign the petition, then go to the state house with a baseball bat. No, that's not going to get you anywhere. Besides and, the jail cell, or yeah. maybe shot. Actually, yeah. So. And Wedge Antilles wants to know about Agenda Twenty One. Agenda 21. Yeah. Uh, what is Agenda 21? Who has that any? Like when the, is that like what is the, Agenda 21? You're going to have to refresh our memories. We're old, except for Jordan. Uh, I don't even know what Agenda Is that like when the Jedi all attack, get killed or something, or what? I had no idea. That's a code. Uh, yeah, well, well, that's why I got it from Wedge Antilles. He's a pilot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So I don't know what let's you know what let's look that up let's see uh, what the hell twenty one is because I have no clue maybe I should have some clue but. that when they roll all the dollar bills back and We're it goes probably getting trolled I'm probably gonna step into like a, uh, the dark side oh okay this is something from the UN uh, hold on a second As a non-binding action plan of the United Nations with regards to sustainable development. Oh, it's a gosh. product of Earth Summit. Okay, <sighs> lost me right there. Right there, you just... You just I'm like, not reading anything else. First of all, the United Nations... Should be thrown out of the U.S. Yeah, we don't period. need the damn United Nations. <laughs> turn that, turn that, knock that building down and make a park there. Yeah, so there <laughs> make you it go. A, make it a dog walk, and that's a good thing to poop on that land right yeah. there. Right there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, United Nations. Give them to the Swiss or something. Give them to the... <laughs> You yeah, everyone's telling us what it is now. Yeah, see, um, I have heard of that, but I didn't pay any attention to what the... It'd be interesting if we said this, the UN's got to go. Let's see who picked it up. It'd be See how long it takes for somebody, one country to say, oh, I, I want to be the UN. I think the UN should move to North Korea. <laughs> That's a perfect place. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll, that'll go real well. Put the UN in North Korea. North sure. Korea will be happy. The UN, they'll be happy. You know, yeah, they get all the they get all the refrigerators and washing machines and jeans they could use. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's such I an awesome. They, Go ahead. No, I th the only thing the UN does is probably arrange a lot of export of materials out of the U.S. Yeah, from these 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 guys that run the rackets in their countries. Yeah. Also, um, they use their dipl diplomatic immunity to commit a lot of crimes here. Yeah, pick up a lot of prostitutes, probably. Yeah, uh, bring in a lot of drugs and stuff like that. Yeah, so they do. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, you know what? Okay. We're approaching about two hours here. So, you know what? Let's give, uh, Jordan, if you've got some other things that you want to tell us before you go here about, uh, GOA gun owners of America, you know, you've got some plugs you want to make my friend, go ahead and make that here before we wrap up. Well, first of all, Hank, thanks so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. It's been a great time with y'all. Um, you know, if you haven't already, we'd love to have you to come on, you know, on all your listeners as a GOA member, um, you know, uh, you know, it's just $20, you know, and it goes a long way to protect gun rights. And we have a, uh, an email list that's free. You can sign up for all that at gunowners.org. Um, 
And, uh, you know, you can also follow GOA on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, if you want to follow me on, on Twitter, I do a, some politicking there, as they say. My handle is uh, Jordan K. Stein. And if you have any other further questions or, or comments, uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. Um, so you can just shoot me a message there, and I'll, I'll get back to you. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I, I have for tonight. So, again, thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming on, man. You did an awesome job. Uh, you know, pretty proud of you, young man. You're out there doing well. Look forward to see you when you run for presidential office or some other such office. <laughs> I, I don't think that's in my future. <laughs> that probably yeah. that probably be way too frustrating for you. That's yeah, baby steps, baby yeah. steps, right now. But I know it would be for me. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think you did very well and uh, you are welcome to come on again if you guys um, have some things that you want to come on and talk about. Yeah, I'd love to come back on. Just let me know when I'll be I'll be here. Absolutely. And all the strangerholics are out there thanking you. I think everyone enjoyed you being on. Uh, one last thing I do want to ask you, um, is GOA going to have any kind of meetings like how NRA has the annual meetings, anything like that going down? Uh, you know, we would love to have something like that, but we are uh, staff wise much smaller than the NRA. Um, so uh, we don't have anything like that planned. But maybe in the few years, if we can uh, grow a little bit, that's something we'd love to plan out. So absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be great. Maybe we can do something about that. But, but you know, um, you know, we're we're on a speaking tour. And like I said, Larry Pratt's been speaking at college campuses across the country. I went down to Mount Mater Liberty University a few weeks weeks ago. So we're coming to you uh, as okay. well. So we're going to speak and around the country. And if you, show can, if you can turn the if you can turn the younglings like my son's 25, they don't have to worry about him. He's cool. But um, if you can get the young folks on board where they're like, yeah, 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 then you've got it because yeah. they're going to they're going to. They'll push these turds that are in office out. You know, if you can get yep. them to vote, you get them out. So, yeah. Yep. My two cents. No, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, thanks again, Jordan. Um, and uh, Walter, did you have anything that you wanted to plug before we go Just here? Just the normal stuff, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, our CZ Evo Scorpion stock is 98.9% done. So we got a little bit more to do. Got to add the QD mounts and, uh, and uh, it's coming out, man. It's cool. So, it's getting close. Yeah, I saw you were putting up stuff on Instagram. Stay tuned. I'm gonna yeah. tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll get some better pictures up. I didn't. I didn't put those pictures. Oh, I did put one up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you. I saw you put up some stuff on Instagram. Uh, are you guys on Instagram, Jordan? Uh, GOA is yeah. It's uh, Gun Owners of America. So yeah, I, I can uh, follow all y'all afterwards. So Jordan, do you yeah, have? A, you guys have? You guys have a place at shot? No, we, we, we actually haven't been to SHOT Show. I would I would uh, love to have gone in years past, but I don't think we've ever had a chance okay. to go out there, so unfortunately. Right. Yeah, and they're not blocking you guys from going, right? No. Okay. <laughs> um, what about the NRA uh, annual convention? Can you guys go to that? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think we've tried to go to that. Um, okay. Because okay. <laughs> that insurance company that you uh, spoke of, they didn't have a real good time at the Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they got the boot, so. And I don't get that. That's not right. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get we'll get all those things worked out. Anything else yeah. you wanted to plug, Walter? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So I've got a bunch of things we got to plug here. One of the things I don't want to forget about. We were talking about cars, and I want everyone who's listening right now oh. to go to YouTube in a, in a separate window. Don't don't come out of this window. Open up a separate window in YouTube and search for Stranger Palooza. Stranger Palooza. Stranger Palooza. So Stranger P A L 
O-O-Z-A, Stranger Palooza. That's the auto channel that we're trying to build. And we're putting, uh, you know, I am still, I'm putting auto stuff on the regular YouTube channel, but who knows what's going to happen with that. So I'm making a separate channel where we're going to put all the car stuff and all that. And we need folks to go there and subscribe, follow us, look at the videos, because we have to get up to 10,000 views and all that kind of good stuff to get some benefits out of the channel. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. Uh, we've got a bunch of new shirt designs on Forge from Freedom. This is in the this is in the collection. This group therapy shirt, but we have a bunch of new designs. Uh, Forge from Freedom. So there's a link in the description. You guys should check that out. Uh, also, don't forget about the Stag Ten Three Hundred Eight giveaway that we have going on. So you can while you're on YouTube, just search uh, Stag Ten Three Hundred Eight giveaway, and you'll see we've got that going on. Don't forget about the Krebs Custom Raffle. That's also going on. Um, search that. It's for a good cause. They're giving away a KB13 plus Mod 2 plus an A-Chaotic suppressor, as well as, um, you know, you, you might have the opportunity to win another gun and some parts and things like that. I think you said the GOA has a bunch of uh, gun giveaways that you guys do, right? Yeah, and we should have another one coming out soon. We've given away AR-15s, Glocks, Smith & Weston, so we do have gun giveaways and everything. So yeah, we, oh, we cool. should have some more coming up soon. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, we should figure out a way. We need to make sure we're following each other on social media and all that yep. kind of stuff so that – I just uh, did maybe, it. Yeah, okay, good. So maybe here, you know, we – like when you guys are doing things, we can help you guys out. Sure thing, absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I and we'll also get in touch with you. Uh, Lola, don't forget, we should get in touch with Jordan to see if we can get a link or something like that to help them out. Uh, you know, maybe get a break or something for people that follow us that uh, wish to uh, support GOA. OK, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks, Jordan, so much for your time. We really appreciate it. I want to thank everyone out there. I want to thank all the people that sponsor the channel. That will be Rand CLP, Safety Harbor Firearms. That's where Walter's from, Safety Harbor yep. Firearms. Yeah, as well, yeah. yeah, absolutely, as well as Andrew's Custom Leather. And, of course, Big Daddy Guns. Big Daddy. That's how we're able to do all of this. Uh, we appreciate everyone that, that supports us on Patreon. It's Patreon slash Hank Strange. Okay, so we appreciate that support, folks out there and uh tom let me see i think tomorrow we have uh G is that tomorrow lola yeah g michael hopf the author of uh reckoning the post-apocalyptic writer g michael hopf gun guy um i just uh finished listening to this on audiobooks is that tomorrow g michael hopf yep he's coming on that's gonna be that's gonna be fun you guys join us for that one um i think that's pretty much it okay guys we're out of here peace Jordan, stay right there. Peace.